Let's load up the browser again so I can steal all my content from the internet. There we go. I wrote a list that I didn't then share to any drive. So it, <laughs> it, it set my documents on my home computer. Nice. But I don't have it here. Um, if you want a fairly good roundup, Games Radars gives a fairly... Like, I will just attempt to remember everything I can remember, because that probably meant that I cared about it. Okay. And I'll let you cover the rest. Try and fact check them accordingly. What do you mean, New Zealand? It doesn't mention it here at all. <laughs> it's Briggy and Paul. It's Paul the Briggy. The Briggy and Paul podcast. E-free edition. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else, <laughs> everyone else didn't care. That doesn't count. Stop with me. If I got it's a video gaming podcast and then didn't want to talk about video games, oh snap! Then we'll go listen back to this episode, and you're going to leave all that bit in. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Capture the Frag, the video game, geek culture and specifically E3 special podcast that we here do on a regular basis. Okay, how do we do it on a regular basis? (laughs) The podcast, not the E3 special. That's what I mean. Unless we do it next year, then it'll be a regular basis and it'll be annual. Okay. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what, if it works as well as this one is doing, we'll see. (laughs) yeah, I, I purposely fucked up the intro because it wouldn't have felt right if I went straight in. That's fine. I'm going to use that one. Yeah. Let's carry on. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I should have done a better job than if I knew you are keeping that one <laughs> you, you didn't swear or say the, the word that should not be said. Uh, no one will. So, yeah, you might have guessed, maybe you haven't have guessed because sometimes people don't talk immediately, but there are only two of us here on this podcast this week because apparently no one else cares about games. On the gaming podcast. Yeah. Well, how did I describe the pod- video video game? And geek culture. Yeah. That, yeah. that it's called Capture the Frag. Yeah. Which is, is an amalgamation of two game types. And I just realised that we totally have the perfect topic to talk about for a game for a podcast called Capture the Frag this week. There you go. Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. So, <laughs> so as usual, I'm your host, Briggy. I am joined this week by... Paul. And Luke. That, that, yes, <laughs> Luke is here also. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he's not really here. That's that's Um... Yeah, so E3 this week. That happened, that which did. by the time people listen to this, it will have been old news. But for us, it's relatively recent news in that it was last week. Yeah. It's, for the it's, entire week, all week, last week. It's E3. It doesn't go off for about another like month. Yeah, people are still sifting through like gameplay demos and discussing what they saw. And, and here we are doing the same thing. Yeah, like everyone else on the internet. Yeah, so I thought we would have more people with us. So I thought we would all end up championing, championing a specific like company and or cause. But then no one cared. So I guess I can't just go, yay Nintendo. Because I saw a lot of other stuff as well that no one else will talk about if I don't. Well, you can go yay Nintendo. Because to be fair, most of the rest of E3 was um, not disappointing. It's just there wasn't a, there was a lot of games, which is good. But there wasn't a lot. Which is to be expected for E3. You say that. that most of, um, the thing I remember mostly from last year was hardware was 
the whole, oh, look, we're all going to have a VR headset now. And that's sort of come and, and gone and no one's really like gone, oh, it's changed our lives forever. So I can't yeah. remember last year's E3 anymore. Last year's was Shenmue 3. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I still don't. Care. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, whole, dude. <laughs> whole, whole year gone. Still don't care. Nope. Uh, well, they think they showed XCOM 2 last year. Yeah. Which I got my hands on and then played for a stupid amount of time and still am playing. There you go. Uh, which means that Fraxis this year showed Civ 6, mm-hmm. which I didn't watch because I know, much like what I did with the Zelda trailer, is I'll watch it and then get instantly sad that I can't play it yet. <laughs> and I've known to waste a significant portion of my time and life on Civilization games. The last time a Civilization game came out, I think I lost my job. <laughs> not related. Yeah, not related. <laughs> no, complete coincidence, but definitely worked in my favour. <laughs> Played a lot of five. <laughs> Played a lot of five. I think four came out when I was still in university, so, like, that's why I had to redo my second year of university. <laughs> Played a lot of four. Played a lot of four. <laughs> so... I, I haven't even looked at six at all, and I just know that I'm excited about it. So that's why I'm avoiding the videos right now because I don't feel like my body can contain. My body is not ready, body's not ready. for this level of hype. No. Zelda has consumed my body with hype so far, and that's not to mention all the other cool stuff we saw at E3. So you want to just talk about Zelda? Um, <laughs> I'm afraid if I start talking about Zelda, we'll only talk about Zelda. I would say we do a roundup of everyone else, then we come to Zelda at the end. Alright, cool. So, who actually kicked us off for E3 this year? I think that was the same as last year now. Yes. It was Bethesda. Which, actually, now I remember last year's E3, a lot of cool stuff like Fallout 4 and Doom, which I've played both, and I was excited about them in the opposite order. Like, I was really excited about Fallout 4. Genuinely don't care at this point about Fallout 4 anymore. It wasn't <laughs> that good. And I was moderately to mediumly excited and somewhat cautious about Doom, which is fucking amazing. <laughs> and so good. So, I guess, in in that vein, uh, Dishonored will be crap, and Quake Champions will be amazing. <laughs> so I'm super, super excited about Dishonored too, and I'm about middling cautious on Quake Champions. Okay. I, I'd like to point out the other things that Bethesda did this year. No, then no, it's just something to do with Fallout 4 DLC. No, no, mm. no, no, no. Because remember, Skyrim's coming back. Oh, yeah, and that. Actually, I am okay with this if it's cheap on PC. Like, console users, do what you will, because it'll just look slightly better. But for PC, really good reason to get the remastered edition. Do you have the DLC? Yes. Then you get it free. I get the remastered for free? Yep. They've said, because essentially it is just high-res... Textures. Is that it though? Because there's only one reason I'm potentially excited about this. That's the upping the client from 32 bit to 64 bit, like Fallout is. Yeah. I mean, like I have four times the amount of mods that I currently have, which is already too many mods. I was going to say, you, you will have to own an awful lot of RAM to do extra mods if it's going to be high res textures. Which I do. How much RAM are you running now? 16 gig. That's not going to be enough. That's. I was running four for, for Skyrim. Yeah, and then I'm four can't... times that now. Yeah, but this is again, this is the how are the high res textures. Have you seen the high res textures? In my opinion, they don't look any better than the modded textures. No, they don't really. Which is why they're giving them to free. Yeah, um, because essentially it's just that. My the, the whole point I'm excited about is that I can actually put four times the mods on without it crashing as often, at least due to memory constraints as yeah. opposed to conflicts. Um, however, the other thing, ooh, exciting times for um, Skyrim VR. Which they'd already done on the Oculus Rift like three years ago. 
But was it two years ago? But they'd already had that running. That was like a big thing playing Skyrim in VR. People had done that already. And Half-Life 2. Yeah, but official VR. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's essentially... It, it's a mixed bag. This Honor 2 looks really good, as you're saying. This Honor 2 has a really cool level that they showed off um, in... I don't think it was actually at E3. I think other people got to play it in different outlets. I think I'm actually on PC Gamer. Um, with a set piece in a level where you actually get to... Like, there's a whole time thing going on with it. Like, mm. it takes away your weapons and your abilities. Um, so it takes you out of the usual flow of Dishonored and has a prism that you can sort of see the past through, mm. which you can then jump back and forward into the past and the present and move things so that it kind of has that puzzle-solving thing to it. And that in itself, that got me really interested because I like games like Dishonored or just, you know, games that have that action element to it and planning but also have a puzzle-solving element to them. Yeah. Which is, again, I'm a huge fan of Zelda. And so doing that, I was like, that's interesting. I want to play this puzzle. This is interesting to me. And then also Dishonored looks better than Dishonored 1. It does look really. Yeah. It's one of those. There was a number. It seems of, to be a progression of yeah. goodness. <laughs> There's a number of games this year in E3 who, even if you're not that bothered about them, do look really good. I mean, it's, it is the year of finally coming into 4K as a proper thing. And I don't just mean like as well graphically, but also as a game that looks like a good game. Oh, like conceptually, yeah. Conceptually, yeah. I mean, Dishonored 1. Short game, good game though. Yeah. Dishonored 2, hopefully longer game, still good game. That would be nice. It would. Uh, but as you did mention, the big reveal that everyone was sort of lukewarm about because it's that thing where... New it... Wolfenstein? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that got announced. Yeah. Do- Doom DLC? Yeah. No, no. Uh, but... It's announced that the Idsoft, mate. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, so Quake Champions. Uh, oh, Quake, Quake, yeah. yeah. Where we got a full FMV trailer. <laughs> Which, admittedly, looks sick. That's a sick... You know, for a cinematic trailer, that's a sick cinematic trailer. Especially because it, it brings forth the nostalgia of Quake 3 Arena. It looks like Quake 3 Arena. It has the sounds of Quake 3 Arena. And it's in 1080p. Don't know what the gameplay's like. <laughs> uh, if it's going to be anything like Doom, then I'm not interested because I don't like the Doom multiplayer. Because it doesn't feel like a Doom multiplayer should feel considering that the single player feels exactly like Doom single player should feel. But that's because that was done by a third party, the multiplayer yeah. for Doom. And uh, id Soft are doing the actual Quake Champions game themselves. They're first party in it. Yeah. As opposed to farming that out to another place. So that makes me happy and a little less cautious and a little more optimistic. Still cautious and optimistic overall, but it's nice to know that they're handling it. And that could mean really good things for that game. Uh, what we noticed in the trailer is it looks, it hints at, but no one has specifically said anything about it yet, that it could be a class-based shooter a la Overwatch. It does look like it most likely will go down that way. And from the from what most of the games are coming out, like, um, oh, the, what's Epic's new class-based shooter? Oh, God. Paragon? No. <laughs> I don't know. Is it epic? It's the... I just know they're doing Gears of War again now. I don't know what their actual class-based In is. fact, no, it's, it's not epic. It's Cliffy B's own thing. It's... Oh, in that case, I've got no idea. I think I missed this one somehow. Oh, something killers or something silly. Um, that sounds silly. Yeah, but again, class-based hero-based shooters, because they all are now. Since... But I think that Idsoft could do this right in a way that doesn't necessarily compete with Overwatch, but just add something to Quake. They've already said that Doom is getting through DLC an actual, honest-to-God, deathmatch mode. Yeah. Which, good, we need that. And hopefully they can balance it so that rockets actually do instant kills and stuff. Or, if not, those sort of things will be probably be mutators or maybe even actually be the same as Quake 3 when you get in there. 
So I imagine that the class-based shooting thing is possibly just them showing off a mode within a, a multiplayer arena game that already was made up of multiple modes. Mm. No one complains that it, you know, Quake 3 Arena wasn't just Deathmatch. Yeah. It started that way, I believe. Mm. But they had Capture the Flag. Um, there might have been other modes in there because I only remember, remember playing Deathmatch, but it was a game made of multiple modes. And I know that Unreal went to you know, went on to then add more stuff to that and became the new sort of standard for yeah. the multiplayer shooter. But I don't see any reason why it can't do what they're doing with Doom, but do it better in the multiplayer aspect and actually have multiple modes. Yeah, that makes most sense. I mean, realistically, as you say, if people are playing a classic um, first-person shooter, com- like multiplayer, it is deathmatch and then some. Whereas now, obviously, modern games are more... But is the one thing that I think they confirmed about it was that it will be an online only game. Yeah. A la Overwatch. So, you know, if that's their entire focus, I imagine they can do well. They've done well with Wolfenstein bringing that back and making that feel like a, you know, a, a continuation and an improvement on the original. They brought Doom back, which feels just like Doom should feel. Why not take Quake, which is the, one of their only other I mean, if it wasn't going to be Quake this year, it was probably going to be Commander Keen. <laughs> and I don't see Commander Keen ever happening again. You say that. <laughs> Until next year's E3, when yeah. uh, watch this space. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Quake, Quake Champions, uh, I'm excited to see what happens, because they're not doing any more about that until QuakeCon. Yeah. So we kind of got our fill from Bethesda. It wasn't as good as Bethesda last year with the whole his... Oh yeah, because um, Fallout Shelter is not going to PC, that was another thing. Yes. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't as good as Fallout Shelter being announced and, and then and being released after the show and then having the full Fallout 4 demo. We saw Doom for the first time uh, outside of QuakeCon where only a few people had seen it. We saw that properly. That looked amazing. Like Bethesda nailed it last year. This year, it's cool. It's good, but it's it didn't blow me away. It wasn't anything spectacular on their end. Um, yeah, the, just one of the other things to mention vaguely out of it, because to be honest, I don't remember anything about the first one, but you might do. Uh, they announced uh, additionally Prey Two, which is not Prey Two. They announced Prey. I forgot this was Bethesda, wasn't it? That did this. Uh, they own the right, the copyright to Prey, oh. and it's a new game that looks like it could be related to Prey in some way. Uh, the trailer looked cool. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. Like, there's not enough information apart from a cool trailer, and I didn't actually surprisingly play the first Prey game, even mm. though I know that it's well received. So it's probably something I'll do before the next one comes out, if it even is a case of actually being a continuation, not just Bethesda going, oh, we own this copyright, and it's, you know, a one word, and it sounds cool. <laughs> it does. I mean, it's a good word to own. Yes, it so, is. So, it looks like sci-fi with elements of horror and stuff. And it, well, not full horror, but, you know, it has those moments, like there's a smoke monster thing, and it moves a chair. and Yeah, like, watch the trailer and see what you think of it, but... Uh, I don't know if it's actually related to the first Prey, which was, like, about being abducted by aliens and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but that game, from what I saw of it, people like the first Prey. I probably should get around to playing it now that people have reminded me that it exists. Um, this one looks equally cool, but I don't know if they're related. But I think we're so far off that it's sort of like... It's kind of like what happened with CD Projekt Red, like, three, four years ago when they showed the trailer off for Cyberpunk 2077. And I think we might have seen something this year that I still haven't got around to watching. So yeah, it's probably a long way off. We'll see what happens because it's Bethesda, and they announced Elder Scrolls Six is happening, but eventually, yeah. And there's updates to Elder Scrolls Online for all those people who are still playing that. Oh yeah, the mm. yeah, all <laughs> those, those people. people. Yeah. Anyway, what was next? Who do we move on to next? Uh, oh, who's after Bethesda? Is it 
It's not Microsoft next, is it? Is it, is it Microsoft? It might be Microsoft. It might be. Let's go with Microsoft. Okay, Microsoft. Um, yeah, I didn't watch this one. I watched the summary of this one. Yeah. I don't remember much other than Sea of Thieves, which is the only thing I'm actually excited about. That is the pirate-based yes. multiplayer online. By Rare. Wow. Yes. Someone actually gave Rare something that they wanted to do, and they did it. It looks cool. They got... Um, I mean, the trailer... From what I understand now, I've heard about it, is that uh, the face cam stuff, people playing it, were playtesters that won a contest about being hyped about Sea of Thieves to get the chance to play Sea of Thieves. So it's no wonder that they're all like super excited to be playing it, because yeah. they won an opportunity to be out of hype. Um, <laughs> which, Go figure. Marketing, I guess, works sort of. It wasn't super cringy like uh, Ghost Recon, not Ghost Recon, like Rainbow Six Siege was, with this, you know, ta- tactical bullshit. Uh, in, that, in that demo they did like a year or two back whenever that was, was that last year last yeah. year oh, so scary. yeah tactical bullshit in games that then we'll come back to that, them but, we'll, yeah yeah but uh, no this actually seemed like a bunch of guys actually enjoying what they were doing and I can see it was a bit more like genuine and more of the you know the sort of thing I could see others doing as a group what those playtesters were doing as a group mm. so I kind of let that one slide and not be super cringy but the game itself looks fun it's you know two teams or, I, don't know, I think it's four teams in, in the trailer all having a role to play on a pirate ship. Yeah. Where you could get off the pirate ship and walk around islands and stuff and just explore and the water looks gorgeous. Uh, and when you actually come, when, you, when the person that is like steering the ship actually starts steering, the mainsail is brought down, they can't see in front of them. So it's up to the, their teammates to like help direct them. They need someone in the crow's nest to do that. Yeah. And from like helping them steer it. And in the trailer, they were trying to get through like a, an arch of ice, like by two icebergs meet, and they're going, "We're never going to make it." And you know that all seemed kind of cool. And then they went and explored an island, and then another team shows up, and they all panic and start running to the boat. And I can see that sort of thing happening to us. Like someone was left on the beach and like trying to follow, and we're like, "You're leaving me behind!" While they're trying yes. to get the boat moving. Yes. We yes. Are. <laughs> so. That felt funny, and they had a fight where the cannons were like firing back and forth, and one guy's on like below deck trying to patch up a giant hole with a small plank of wood. And it, it, you know, visually, it looks funny and fun. Mm. And then this the ship capsizes and sinks. I'm like, yeah, okay, this. I'm not sure what the rest of the point of the game is. I don't know if it's just sea combat, but what they got there looked interesting enough that I want to play it. Yeah, I don't know how much I'm willing to spend for it, but that ties into the other thing that Microsoft did, which was announced that. Xbox exclusives are also now exclusive to Windows 10. Yes. So as a PC gamer, I no longer have to worry about buying the Xbox or the new Xbox they announced, which I don't care about, or the slim Xbox they announced, which I don't care about, because they put the power brick inside the console. I don't care. Don't care. Don't buy an Xbox One. Get a good PC in Windows 10. That's my opinion. However, one of the things that they were suggesting, or people have been suggesting, is is the way that they're tying together those two particular um, platforms with the Xbox. Steam. <laughs> I'm not joking. They're allowing Steam to be in it, but they're also it's the Windows 10 store. It's the Windows yeah. 10 store, and also possibly the, I Xbox think, Live. To I be think I've to... heard that Sea of Thieves. I don't think Xbox Live's going to come into it as much. Like it'll be a tacked on thing. But I've heard that Sea of Thieves because it's rare and rare owned by Microsoft that Sea of Thieves will be exclusive to the Windows 10 store. Yes, which is a terrible idea because I think they tried to do that with Rise of the Tomb Raider. Where yes, where where 98 of the sales for that game came from Steam. Yes. And 2% came from Windows 10 store. So if you take away the Steam sales, I'm not necessarily sure that that you know, equates a full 100% of those sales being made on the Windows 10 store. Just you're going to get 2% of the potential sales and lose out on 98% by not having it on Steam. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be enough of a pull to save that, but... 
Um, Who am I to say? I don't even have Windows 10 installed yet, apart from like work. I have it at work. I don't even have it at home. My extent, of, my usage of Windows 10 is literally to browse the internet and code. So you uh, you may want to get updating the free update soon enough because it's going to run out at the end of the month. <gasps> cut that! <laughs> oh no, we will have to cut that. I'll have to bleep it. Oh mm. wow! Can't believe. Oh, that's that's horrific. Because I said a... that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's. Totally I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. Okay. I'm on. I'm on. Uh, I'm on. I'm on. <laughs> You're on. I'm, I'm on. Uh... Yes. <laughs> uh, I am. I'm on Windows XP Service Pack Two. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're on. <laughs> oh, the. <laughs> I was going to say I'm going to beat that as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, the other thing that Microsoft, as you say, with the new hardware, which is is odd because it has got to that point now where because everyone else is doing it so Microsoft went oh shit <laughs> yes and no I mean the thing I mean yeah Nintendo's rumours been abandoned for like the last year of the NX Sony already said prior to E3 that they were doing the the Neo or whatever they called it yeah we'll so come, oh, Microsoft weren't going to come to E3 and not go oh look at our new console because then they would have felt left out <laughs> yeah but it wasn't just look at our new console it's look at our console that allows you to play 4K video and Blu-rays but in a year's time, there'll be a better one, so why will you buy this one? Exactly. It does seem to shoot... Which I think is why PlayStation played it safe and basically although, went, we're doing a new one, but we're not going to tell you anything about it because we don't want to cannibalise our current sales. Although, if they hadn't have made the Windows uh, Xbox connection thing that they were doing by having them released on both, then I probably would have bought an Xbox One S, the slim one. I mean, they put the power brick inside it, they made the footprint much smaller... So it's a nice looking console. And then, most important part on that, they price dropped it. So yes, yes, I are. could have finally started playing Halo again. But that's coming out Windows 10, so I don't need to care about the Microsoft Xbox One S. Like, they almost had me, and they lost me by telling me I can play it on what I already have. Yeah, I think I think Windows is essentially going to be their platform going forward. It, I guess we don't have, if you're not a PC gamer and you don't play PC games or have a good PC, you probably care about like the price drop and or the new Xbox. But. If, I wonder how many people are going to want to upgrade that already have that Xbox, unless you're like used to actually buying the stuff over and over again. I mean, are you going to see that much of a marked improvement? I mean, if you can't... If it's going to be a struggle for someone, maybe, to go buy the new console, will anyone actually have those 4K TVs already? There's going to be a small group that are going to go buy your new 4K Xbox One if they've already got an Xbox. Yeah, I mean... It, it does seem like those people who would have wanted to buy an Xbox by now would have done so, and other ones would have just bought PlayStation 4, and everyone else would have I thought PCs. I was that target demographic for getting me to convert over to Xbox, because I didn't have one, and it's cheap, and I could have played Halo Wars, and Halo, and Sea of Thieves, and other and Killer Instinct, but that's all coming to Windows now, so... Yeah. Again, my point this generation is buy a PC and a Wii U, and you've got everything. There will still be certain mm. PlayStation exclusives. Yeah, but we don't care about them anymore because Kojima's not in Konami, so... Yeah, but Kojima is part of PlayStation. Is he? Yeah. I missed that. Oh, have you not... They, he signed an exclusive deal with them. Let's, let's, let's do... Uh, let's just finish Microsoft. Did yeah, Microsoft okay, do okay, anything okay. else worth mentioning um, other than Sea of Thieves? They... I don't even think they showed Halo Wars 2. They... Wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec. Let me get to the point. Which I'm sad because it's not being made by Ensemble because Ensemble closed... After oh, we, making Halo Wars. By the way, we totally skipped EA, so we'll have to come back to those in a second. Yeah, yeah we um, skip EA. <laughs> Dead Rising 4. 
Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. That's kind of cool. Uh, Recall. Did you see any of that? Uh, n- no, I think I saw Robot a Dog. very quick trip. Oh, that's that one, yes. Yes. Yeah, it looks like he's got like that Battleborn Overwatch sort of aesthetic to it, but not that kind of game. Just everyone's moving to that sort of, not Borderlands, but more Pixar-esque mm. art style. I like that art style. I'm a big fan, because I'm a big fan of Overwatch. So, um, you know, he's you got like, me on the art style. It looks nice. It's, why, why would you not like it? Yeah. Um, he's also got a robot dog, so. Yeah. Forza. Forza. There we go. Um, <laughs> there is... Oh, did you see the Gears of War 4 trailer? Yes. Um, I'm I sorry. would have cared about this like two years ago. I, the thing I don't understand is, is you know when Dead Island did that trailer? They did it much more convincingly in the whole care about your family now thing because there's like an emotional connection here. I think they're I trading on nostalgia though. Yeah, I don't care about his family. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've seen him murder tons of different things. I don't need to know that his family's been tragically killed. I'm sorry. But it's Bender. You know, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry. Give up on no, that. like I, I liked the first game. I didn't actually play any of the other Gears of Wars, so... But I'm kind of interested in the new one just because I'll have access to it now, so... Yeah. Did you see We Happy Few? Yes. Now, speaking of We Happy Few, I forgot about this because I was going to mention this in the PC segment, because We Happy Few is already available on Steam in early access. Yes. The game, by all accounts from what I've heard from other people, isn't actually that good. Really? Yes. The bit that you see in the trailer and stuff that it takes from is like the intro of the game, and it kind of just goes downhill after that. I haven't played this, so I can't confirm this, but this is what I'm just passing on from what I've heard, which made me less likely to want to spend money on the early access to try it out. So if someone else wants to do that and confirm if it gets better or worse, I might give it a shot. But yeah, because it's already out on PC, you can already buy and try that. Yeah, you see, they have that thing where they have really good marketing. Yeah. They have really good marketing. And the concept does sound good, but it does also make me think that you could probably mess that up really easily. like the art style on it. That's cool. Reminds me of, um, what was that? Steam game, the ship. Yes, it looks kind of like that art style, which I dig. Almost like um, a more cartoonish Bioshock. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's kind of what it's like. Which is, I like. I was doing the cartoonish thing this year. I, it sort of works. Yeah, but it's got that nice sort of edge to it. But yeah, you're right. It's out on the PC. It looks so. interesting because the premise is that you take happy pills, joy pills, and then at one point you stop accidentally taking the joy pills, and what looks like kids like hitting a pinata and eating candy turns out to be like a dead raccoon and its guts. So. That's kind of like the, I didn't watch the whole thing because yeah, I, I again I had to speed through a lot of content. So that's just what I've heard. But the, the premise sounded interesting, and then people saying that it wasn't actually good made me lose a bit of interest in it to begin with. So maybe we'll come back in future and talk about what we have. I mean, you. if it is early access, they might be able to tweak a lot, especially if Microsoft are going to push them hard. I'm not so. sure how cheap that is as well to try, try out. I didn't look at the actual uh, price. Thank I did. God. I forgot. But don't buy early somewhere. access. If someone else buys it for you, fair enough. Mm. But don't buy it. It's a bad idea. Hey guys, that make we happy for you. Mm-hmm. Send me a free key to try out the game. and I'll review it fairly. Uh, yeah, he will. <laughs> um, I, I won't. I'll just say nah. it looks nice, and then hope you give me money. What's next? Um, it's done. See a thieves. Halo Wars Two, which is. Would have been way more exciting if it was Ensemble, but Ensemble made Age of Empires, uh, and then made Halo Wars, and then made the last Age of Empires, and then Microsoft decided to close them, and oh, suddenly Halo Wars 2 is a thing, so yeah. thanks for getting rid of one of my favourite RTS studios that isn't Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, but it looks kind of cool, because it's, it's an RTS that's Halo, and I like Halo, despite 5 being terrible, from what I heard. State of Decay 2. Super excited, yes please. <laughs> I'll take 2. <laughs> State of Decay. I really enjoyed State of Decay 1 and apparently they've just taken the elements of State of Decay and then added more I'm like yeah cool 
That's all they want from State of Decay 2 is like just more. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's a fair price point, because I didn't spend an awful lot on the first one. I think I got it for like 15 quid on Steam, so if I can get this one for like under 25, super. Scalebound. Scalebound, which is the game by Platinum Games, who made Bayonetta and Vanquish and probably other things like Mighty 101 for Nintendo. Uh, they have a cool looking game here. We're the douchebag protagonist. <laughs> I think I explained it before like Platinum always do like really quirky characters like Bayonetta and all quirky situations like Vanquish with the rocket knee pads and the super militaristic future world that's just insane I love them this one didn't sell me on the characters but sold me on the gameplay because it looks giant and looks crazy and Platinum but the guy you play as is a total douchebag and I'm worried that's going to like skew how I play the game <laughs> I'm going to have to play this as a douchebag. Yeah, because he's not like, not like, oh, he's an asshole or anything. I like has- asshole characters sometimes. He just like, looks like a genuine, real-world douchebag. And you're like, ugh, can I enjoy playing with this guy for however many hours that game is? And not even like a funny douchebag, a no. douchebag douchebag. Just a, just a regular douchebag. A regular douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> Scale-bound regular, regular douchebag. douchebag. <laughs> um, oh, I'm going to go with this one. Final Fantasy XV. Uh, the guy playing it couldn't play it. There he was go. bad. Nice. Uh, so I don't even know what the game is like because the guy fails. He almost like. Did you see that video? I didn't know. Oh, it was bad. Like stuff. the guy, the, the dude they had demoing it. I can't remember who was demoing it, but the guy they had on stage actually demoing the game was just getting his ass whooped by a boss encounter. It was so bad that he almost died and lost the encounter, which didn't give us a huge amount of like info on the game because you couldn't really tell what was happening on screen because he was getting wrecked that badly. Wow. Which yeah, so. I know about as much about Final Fantasy XV as I did before E3, as I do now. Yeah, and let's face it, it's probably not coming out forever anyway. No. Um, Minecraft. Uh, it's Minecraft. Yep. There you go. Still going. Still Minecraft. Still one of the biggest selling games of all time. Come on, Mojang, do you really need more money? Yes. <laughs> We're Microsoft now, we need all the money. Uh, do you want to jump back to EA quickly? Yeah, go on. Let's shoot them off. I didn't watch a lot of EA. I just heard stuff. There's only one thing I care about in EA. And I don't even have the money for it, so... Uh, Battlefield 1... Yeah, that's interesting. Like, if Tom was here, he would have talked more about it, but he's not, so... Boom! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Battlefront 2. Uh, I mean, it's just more Battlefront, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, which, there is a... I don't know if it's written on there, but there's an addendum to that, which is... Battlefront X-Wing VR Mission. <laughs> which is one mission where you get to pilot an X-Wing in VR... One, please. <laughs> but problem is, I need to be able to get VR set up first, and they're only doing one mission. Why? But it's such a great concept, and you're just going to do one singular X-Wing dogfight mission. It's a, it's a test bed. It's, they, they don't know there's if enough they turn into a f- if, if they brought back... If it does well enough, and it sells well enough, and the people give them the feedback, they will do it. But If they give me a Star Wars dogfight in VR game, yes, please. Like The whole reason I've thrown so much money, and it's a lot of money, at Star Citizen is because I just want the X-Wing dogfighting experience. Well, you'll probably and no one else that. provides it. You'll probably get that with your VR headset. That you know, I feel bad that EA's doing it too. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, if they're going to do it, I'm a sucker for Star Wars X-Wings. I love X-Wings. X-Wings are awesome. Um, speaking of uh, first-person shooters, Titanfall 2. Uh, I like Titanfall 1. This one has a story mode. Yes, please. Yeah. Put another checkbox next to Briggy for this one. I liked Titanfall. Mass Effect Andromeda. I am almost, almost over being salty at the ending of Mass Effect 3. <laughs> it's taken many years and lots of therapy, but I've almost forgiven them for the end of Mass Effect 3 to the point where I'm actually a tiny bit excited for Andromeda. 
<laughs> it's got spaceships. It's it's going to be the Frostbite engine, which Dragon Age Inquisition ran on. Eww, I'd so want to love Mass Effect again. I'd just tiny, still tiny bit burned on that ending. But apparently it's going to disregard the ending, so... There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, FIFA and Madden. Oh my god, screw Madden. FIFA, have you seen FIFA? Uh, it's they're, they're doing a storyline mode. Yeah. Where you just control one guy with a proper video game character name. I think it says Hunter or something. Yep. It's like, that's so interesting. Like, I don't care about football. I've never cared about football. I a little bit care about the story mode in FIFA. <laughs> Do you think you'd like... have to buy it, but enough to maybe watch someone else live stream it? <laughs> you think it's going to be like Umazuma 11, where you have to go around and collect all your friends? And... Yeah, a little bit, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? You just control the one guy and everyone else on the pitches is like AI controlled. I don't know any of these answers, but. Looks weird, and I'm kind of digging that because it could have just been another FIFA game. But good on him for doing something different. EA is a shed load of indie games. Uh, most of them are already on PC. So yeah, and Bulletstorm Remaster. Oh, they're doing that. It's been leaked. Cool. Oh yeah, because people can fly is now its own studio again because yeah. they're not part of Epic. Yeah, sweet, cool. If that means that they lead on to Bulletstorm too, I'm all for that. I don't know if I'm gonna buy it again because I own Bulletstorm. And it doesn't look that bad on PC unless they do something amazing with the remaster or add new content into the actual storyline. Because it ended on a cliffhanger, which is one of the most annoying things ever. So I'm waiting for the sequel for that. For the looking at you, Half Life Three. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like Bulletstorm Two would be great. So bring on Bulletstorm Remastered. Let people play that. If you missed Bulletstorm the first time around, support them by buying Bulletstorm Remastered because Bulletstorm Two would be great. Or feel bad. Because right. it's it's hilariously stupid and over the top and super macho while being dead camp at the same time. It's everything that like uh, a continuation of the id era first person shooters should have been if they planned to be silly. Yes. So Bulletstorm's good. Okay. Uh, Sony did a lot of stuff that a lot of people are claiming they won E3 this year. They they often claim that. To be honest, I don't think. No, anyone... but a lot of people genuinely said this. Like it's a unifying, like resoundingly large number of people said Sony won. So it made me look at Sony, and I went, I can see why they're saying that. It's not a bad turnout. It's as essentially... when you compare them to the other two. Well, yeah. This is the thing: is is it's essentially when you say they've won, mm. what they mean is versus Microsoft, yeah. because essentially what they do now is they go, which of the non PCs won the game's console war. And obviously, Bethesda, Ubisoft, and Nintendo do their own thing. Yeah, and they, again, make games for the PC, which makes a lot of the stuff... Apart just... Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> for now. Yeah. Um... <laughs> so what did Sony do? Refresh my memory. Uh, so, Resi. Resi Evil looks cool. Uh, the demo looks cooler. Uh, people are angry because, apparently, they've just recently said before this podcast that the demo isn't indicative of the final game, which, duh, but also, it's um, it's only that, that style the very PT style of the demo and also what they showed at E3 is a section of the game as opposed to the game, mm-hmm. which a lot of people just want that as the game. Yes. So, eh. But I think it's cool as well that they're unifying the names because it's uh, Resident Evil Biohazard. Yes. So now in Japan, it's called Resident Evil Biohazard. So in both territories, they're going to have the same name rather than Biohazard 6, Resident Evil 6. Yes. So... I like. I mean, it doesn't mean much to most people, but it's kind of cool they pulled the trigger on that. Yeah, I mean, it's taken them what twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Because we could we could never have had a game in the 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 West called Biohazard. And it means that Steam no longer have to split the name with a forward slash because it's like Resident Evil Six slash Biohazard Six on all the yeah. store pages because we need both names. Well, that's helpful. Um, uh, Norman is naked. Oh, sorry. 
Death Stranding from Hideo Kojima. He's back. <laughs> yeah, I was super into Kojima coming back, but apparently the game is miles from release, which we expected because he only got released from his contract like at the end of last year. So takes longer than six months to make a game, guys. Especially with what he's doing. Yeah, terms. mocap in Norman Reedus. No sign of Del Toro. Shame, because, you know, getting those three together for Silent Hills was a cool idea. Konami fucked him and made Pachinko Machines. Uh, <laughs> so, not having Del Toro is a bit of a loss, but Norman Reedus seems happy to work with Kojima, and Kojima has weird ideas. And I tend to buy Kojima's shit all the time, even though I wasn't a big fan of Metal Gear Solid Five in the end. Not as bad as Mass Effect 3's in the end, but, <laughs> yeah. I think that was mostly Konami's fault and their Pachinko Empire. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm digging the idea because it's a very weird trailer if you watch it. It's got like floaty people in it, and there's Norman Reedus naked on a beach, and there's oil all over, and he's got a baby that suddenly vanishes, and his footprints in the sand, and there's just more questions than answers, people. Yeah, but mostly just a naked Norman Reedus. Mostly just a naked Norman Reedus. Yeah. Uh, but check out the trailer because uh, you'll have the same questions we have, I assume, and then we can all wait in unison for Kojima to slowly but surely release bits more of information that Reddit goes mad over. He's back. Crash Bandicoot's coming back again. But not until he's been in Skylanders, so skip. <laughs> <laughs> and even... Yeah, he's coming back in Skylanders, and they're going to remaster the first three games. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's three games of remastering, so maybe they'll bring back a brand new Crash game. I wonder if if re-releasing Ratchet and Clank had anything to do with this decision. What, making lots of money for Sony? Yeah, like yeah. bringing that franchise back was a good idea because people liked it, and I think Luke liked it, which he probably would have said something about it. No, he probably would have told us on the podcast that he's not even played it in like a couple of weeks since I was finished it. Yeah, so, <laughs> probably. Uh, but yeah, it looked cool. Uh, if I had a PS4, I would be playing it right now. So Crash Bandicoot will probably make me buy a PS4 if I don't already have one before it comes out. There you go. Oh, it's everyone's favourite. It's a new Spider-Man game. Yes, please. Yes. Yes. But but which new Spider-Man game? The it's good been ones made, or the been bad made by um, Insomniac, it? so it should be good. Yeah, it's Insomniac. It's not the guys. It's not the guys that made Web of Shadows and the amazing Spider-Man movie games and and the all the ones that have been bad since Spider-Man Two when Ultimate Spider-Man came out a decade ago. So <laughs> the trailer looked interesting. I like the weird different suit with the white patches because that's new. Yes, like I like the the, the, the white. But it's a very strange costume. But trailer looked interesting, and it does. It looks like it does the whole. Swing to a specific point on a building thing that Spider-Man 2 did that made that so much fun. Uh, I think Amazing Spider-Man did that same thing, but then had you f- being forced around the city in specific yes. oh, robots are bothering you sort of way. So if this is, gives you a bit more freedom and brings back that Spider-Man 2 swinging stuff, yeah, count me in. Because Spider-Man games, when they're good, are amazing. Yes. As his name would suggest. Yes. Um... <laughs> PlayStation VR, yeah, we know it's coming. VR's coming from everything. If you've already got a PS4 and a Move controller and a camera, this is the cheapest entry into VR you've got. If you don't have any of those things, it's going to cost you about the same amount as a Vive would. Yes. If you already have a gaming PC. So still, if you don't have a gaming PC, this is still probably the cheapest entry into VR. Yeah. Um, there isn't a Google Cardboard. The, yeah, or, or Samsung's, whatever nonsense it is. Um, the Lego Star Wars Force Awakens is coming out. I saw the trailer, it reminded me of Disney Infinity and I cried. There you go. <laughs> um, Bring back Infinity. Speaking of Call of Duty Infinite Warfare footage, uh, did you see how many people felt shameful that they all thought about about this on Twitter as it was airing on live stream? Going, oh, it's a new space game. Oh, I didn't know it was going to do another space game. This looks great. I wonder what this is. Oh, oh it's Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of people really felt the shame. Going, I like this, and it was Call of Duty. I saw the trailer, and it doesn't feel like a Call of Duty game. It feels like the first Call of Duty game that I 
I'm interested in. But that's because I'm a sucker for space, Starcism. So, <laughs> yeah, they've kind of sold it to me already on the cool look and, like, the vignettes and that whole, like, jumping out of the cargo bay into a waiting fighter and, like, oh, it's the fantasy. It's, like, it's all the things that the fucking, like, all the, the super military people that love modern warfare games are like, oh, yeah, US Army and guns and stuff. Like, this is that for me. Oh, spaceships and lasers and <laughs> gravity and, like, yeah. <laughs> I kind of understand the appeal of Call of Duty more now if I was into the things that Call of Duty used to do. <laughs> so, Infinite Warfare, bring it on. Halo Life. Still won't play the multiplayer, though. No. <laughs> um, it's toxic. Detroit becoming human. Uh, Detroit? Deus Ex. What? Detroit becoming human? What is that? Um, it's... it's they've, they, they've done it wrong. It is Deus Ex. No, it's Ex. No, it's Quadratic Dreams one. It's their new Heavy Rain. Oh, oh yes! No, I didn't see the trailer for this. Yes, looks like Heavy Rain with androids. Yes, <laughs> here we go. Cool. Super quick reviews of all this. <laughs> well, there's a lot to get through. We're I know. So much time. Um, oh, I'd say links will be in the show notes, but they won't. No, they won't. Uh, you can just literally go to Games Radar. They do a lovely thing. So I'm just reading through. Um, the Last Guardian. Uh, about time they gave it a release date. Yeah. It's... I mean, Ico was good. Eco, Ico. I can't remember the correct pronunciation. I think I it's Eco, yeah. though. It doesn't really matter. Uh, and Shadow of Colossus, both yep. awesome games. Uh, they do that cool, weird, arty thing. That thing where it looks a little bit like washed out. Yeah. yeah. And also just like subjects that they tackle. You know, it's very arty overall uh, in, in the stuff that they have done in the past. Last Guardian looks like more of the same, uh, probably with its own shtick. Like Shadow of Colossus had giant people and Ico had hand-holding. Uh, Last Guardian seems to have a dog bird thing. Uh, I don't know what it's about, but hey, I guess it will be good, and people that like them will probably like it. Uh, <laughs> people I, who like the other games in the series will yeah. possibly like this. I feel like it's something that I will probably wait to pick up, though. I know that other people are more hyped than me, and I can't really hype it because I'm, I haven't been following it as long. No. But it, it made people happy, and I can't see it being a bad game. I just don't think it's something that I'm interested in right now. Fair enough. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, that looks cool. In that it was at GDC and they showed the hair thing. Yeah, it looks weird. That, yeah. in terms of it's like using like DX11 on the PC from what I've seen, so it looks pretty kick ass. It's I still don't know what it's about. It's, it's got bows in. <laughs> I've watched the trailer. And I still don't understand it. It's got bows in. It looks like there's a third person. There's like the woman firing the bow. I don't know if you create your own character or if there's a storyline involved. I skipped over it, but it looks cool, and that's enough for me to like want to follow what happens. It's, it's like a post-apocalyptic robots are massive and they run around, but they're all like animals. Did it have dinosaurs in it? It's like dinosaurs, but they're robot dinosaurs. Robot dinosaurs. Yeah. You just sold me even more on that game than they already have. Robot dinosaurs. Yeah, bring it on. Days gone. Uh, pff, I don't care about zombie games anymore. No. But yes, the technology in that game. It's fucking amazing. I have never seen a post-apocalyptic zombie game where the zombies act more like a, a tidal wave, like an actual na- force of nature, as opposed to just AI running at you. When they were bursting out of that train car in that trailer and just like heaving over one another because of the mass quantity, yeah, that's cool. Because that's what point we're at where games can all be brought up to that level because of the consoles increasing. That's some cool tech. Um, yes, also- but I don't care about about zombies. Well, yeah, but also Apart from the K two. It is from the silent filter or siphon filter developers who. Oh, good. So, multiplayer, you can roll off hills. Yes. And die. That's what you wanted. That's all I ever did as a kid on siphon filter, too. Okay. 
God of War. God of War. I'm finally interested. (laughs) Because it's Norse mythology. (laughs) It took them longer. If you you give me space Vikings, okay. (laughs) That's like an instant sell to me. So Vikings, and it's God of War, and nice graphics. And it's, you know, it's a a beat-em-up. If Streets of Rage had been made today, it would be God of War. So It wouldn't. It sort of would. (laughs) Not really. There's never a point in Streets of Rage where you rip anyone's head off. You went to replace Streets of Rage. (laughs) (laughs) And and also, there's never a point, I believe, in God of War where you kick a can and then chicken comes out and you eat it. That's because they haven't got to the modern area. (laughs) One day. (laughs) One One day. day, Kratos will be going for scraps. Streets of War. (laughs) Streets of War. God of Rage. He kind of already is that. Yeah. Yeah. God of Street. I like the like look of God of War. I actually haven't played the others, but I get what it's about, and I get the spectacle fighting thing of it. It's almost like Devil May Cry, but with less skill. Um, so Ooh. You played, I'm not talking about DMC, I'm talking about like Devil May Cry 3 and 4. Oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Those well, are hard games. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm going to come back to that one, but we're going to... That's that Sony. We're going to quickly jump through to Ubisoft. Yeah, um, um, the, the, the one-trick pony. Yep. So uh, South Park looks really good. South Park does look really good. They're fractured but whole. Yes. Um, Just Dance 2017. Oh, God, I'm going to adjust as. Nope, not interested. Yeah, but... Nope. We, we had they had a dance performance on stage. It was cringy. It was stupid. Uh, I mean, this, how much money do you think each target gets paid like, it, on an it, annual basis from it? A himself? lot. An awful lot. Yeah, because surely she doesn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> oh, she doesn't, but there's a lot of money. Yeah. Did you not see... This is what I'm going to come back to after we've done the news, because there's, there's more stuff about E3 that we need to discuss. Um, <laughs> the uh, Just Dance yeah. on the Wii, Wii U, and NX. You awesome. can own, own it on all three generations of the Nintendo. And they'll all be terrible. Yeah, soon coming to the GameCube N64 <laughs> SNES. Oh, but I just sent it on the GameCube. I want to see how that would work. Because clearly they're make a peripheral for it. You said that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd looked at, well, I don't you know, they, the made it, they did make a DDR map for yes, they Mario did. DDR. They did. Can't believe I don't own that. <laughs> there's like that to your list. eBay? <laughs> um, yes, there's... Oh, here's one vaguely that you think is interesting, but I don't. Ghost Recon Wildlands. I think it looks interesting because you watch the actual gameplay trailer though. Like it's yeah. it sells it to you through the gameplay trailer. It's if the multiplayer lobbies work, which Far Cry Three doesn't. Uh, but if they work, <laughs> then um, it would be really cool. It's like GTA in the desert, which you said is mercenaries, but it's like GTA in the desert. <laughs> I like that they showed a mission with a bunch of guys where one guy literally left in the chopper to do another thing that was related to that mission, and then made it back in time to pick up the other guys from their part of the mission, and they all went like that. It looks like it's either going to be amazing. When your mission goes well, and hilarious when someone fucks something up. When you said about it being GTA in the, the, the desert, yeah, uh, I automatically went to Mercenaries, but I couldn't remember its name. And then part of my brain went, "Oh, it's Fifty Cent, Blood in the Sun." <laughs> <laughs> your choice. It does. It does look cool. I, I, I like that idea. It's, it's it, that that grips me more than the Vision did when they showed that. In that it's much more open and feels like that GTA clone, but. In a good way that we know that GTA Online is eventually being taken offline, thanks to the thing that Rockstar did a while back. But that's a thing that's happening within the next like year or two. They said so that will probably take over from that in in giving me stupid shit to do with friends online in an open world. Yes. So that will scratch that itch. I don't know if it's something I'll end up buying on launch, but it looks interesting enough that I'm like, okay, Ubisoft, you got my attention for this one. Okay, okay. The Division is getting a survival mode. Yep, skip. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Luke, if you were here, you could defend it. Star Trek Bridge. 
Someone told me this. So I didn't watch this. Okay, I just heard about it afterwards, and then I was disappointed because I, I got it built up differently in my head. Yeah. Because someone on was it our Teamspeak or was there another Teamspeak? Someone talking to me about it. Someone I, I've heard. Of, I someone, heard a third party, but yeah. someone sent me a message saying, "Did you know they're making a new Star Trek Bridge Commander? Specifically, <laughs> use the words Bridge Commander." Uh... And I spent hours of my life playing Bridge Commander as a kid. I love that game. I still have the original CD ROM for the PC. The modding community is great. I love that game. So I was like, oh my god, Bridge Commander, and in VR, it would be amazing! And then I went and looked it up, and I was like, I'm instantly disappointed. <laughs> Essentially. Because it's not Bridge Commander, no. it's Bridge something, and it's James Cameron's version of Star Trek, which isn't really Star Trek, and it's got lens flare, and it's just the original Enterprise, and... It's uh... it's um the mobile game, the space team, but on in yeah. VR... But with Star Trek. Or that, what is the Artemis ship simulator? Yeah. Artemis bridge simulator. That already exists, just with less graphics. Yes. So, yeah, bridge commander would have been nicer. I don't know if there's going to be story mode to it, but... Maybe. I mean, as a natural, like, maybe people don't know this about me, but I, would, I grew up a diehard Trekkie as well as being a diehard Star Wars fan. I love both just as much. I would love to see an X-Wing fly out of the Enterprise at some point. That would be, like, fucking the best thing ever. But... <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah super love for spaceships but I just can't get behind Cameron's version it's not James Cameron is it I'm saying Abrams yeah. sorry I was thinking about James Cameron for another reason earlier uh, Abrams his version of Star Trek is not Star Trek to me it's it's the Fast and Furious with the Enterprise in the middle and now actually that version is actually being directed by the guy who directed The Fast and the Furious. Yes. So it's so far removed from what I know as good Star Trek, which were episodes like The Measure of the Man, and a lot of the stuff with Q was fun, and the, the more philosophical episodes that they had. I liked those of the next generation, specifically for non-nerds. Uh, I'm sorry, I like how you qualified that, because yeah. they'd know what that meant. For non-super nerds, yeah, they're from the you know, Picard era, uh, maybe some DS9 before it went all Dominion War and Voyager got good like after season four, which is a lot to ask of somebody to watch before you get the good parts. I don't, I, I know everyone automatically hates on Janeway, but I don't mind. No, Janeway's good, it's, it doesn't get good until you get rid of some of the earlier cast and then bring in Seven of Nine, and then you have the whole... EMH 709 learning to be human while not being human dynamic that kind of made yeah. data interesting in nature. next generation Star Trek talk so that's not Star Trek to me and that's why it feels not as but I should have known so it's something that I should be massively excited about but I'm just not mm. and that kind of taints it I'm hoping that Star Trek gets better when the new TV show starts next year that isn't part of the movie timeline that's being officially done so we'll see Bring, bring back next year. <laughs> Speaking of massively disappointing. Okay. Watch Dogs 2. Yeah, I didn't even bother watching it. I remember the last one. <laughs> I remember the lies. You lied to me, Ubisoft. Um, you will have to prove yourself this time before I give you money and then spend an hour on your game that's not like it was advertised. Yeah. Um, For Honor, which was at last E3. Um, it's the medieval, almost Dynasty Warriors. Oh, that looks cool. It does. I don't know if it's something that I just jump on, but like during a sale, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. sale bait right there. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, they're making a. <laughs> Speaking of Watchdog, they're making a Watchdog movie because people wanted that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they also make an Assassin's Creed movie that they showed in place of actually releasing showing an Assassin's Creed this year. Yes. Do you, Do you want to say some words on that? Um, Ubisoft, <laughs> stop it! I don't even need to talk about it. Just stop it. Uh, however, Trials of the Blood Dragon. Yes. 
That's the one thing I care about that Ubisoft keep doing. Like, please keep putting Blood Dragon in your other franchises. Give me the division of the Blood Dragon. <laughs> Give me uh, uh, the fractured butt dragon. <laughs> Give me... What else? Uh, uh, Dragonlands. Give me... Uh, Steep Blood Dragon. <laughs> Far Snow <blood> Dragon. dragon. <laughs> um, what else even, mate? Just Dragon. <laughs> 2017. <laughs> Dancing in neon clubs. <laughs> just, just keep putting Blood Dragon stuff in because I'm a sucker for 80s VHS style bright neon Saturday morning cartoons that are actually action movies with Arnold Schwarzenegger in them. They're awesome. Yes. I love everything about Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. I love it more than Far Cry 3. So to give me Trials, which I already like as a game, and then to go, oh, here's some 2D platforming side-scrolling action, as well as it being Blood Dragon themed, I'm in. And guns. And guns. Because <laughs> that's what Charles was really missing. Yeah. Have you seen the actual trailer? Like, getting off the bike and doing the side-scrolling platform and something, getting back on the bike, and it's, it's like two games in one. Yeah. And it's already out. Yeah. Yes. So there you go, you can buy it now. I was I, I was saying before, I was like, I wish they'd bring back Blood Dragon or do something with Blood Dragon, because I really missed that. Never expected the report of Trials. That came out of nowhere. I thought we'd get, like, Far Cry Primal Blood Dragon or something, but... No, straight into the trials territory. Yeah, just keep doing that. Love it. There you go. Uh, Grow Home is getting a sequel. Okay. Because they that that game which is several years old that no one gets. Oh the yeah, one. I remember this. You, uh, cl- you climb stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, nice. Uh, it might be okay. Probably a humble bundle at some point. At some point, um, probably quicker than it should be. Um, <laughs> and steep. Yeah, I like steep. You don't like steep. I like steep. I I'm pumped for steep. <laughs> Let me okay. If anyone hasn't seen Steep yet, go watch the trailer because it's cool. It's actually cool. Like, don't watch anything around the trailer. Just watch the trailer. <laughs> um, the game is a, a big open world mountain that you play with friends where it's you do not, downhill sports. It's not just a mountain. It's the several range. mountains. Yeah, it's the, the it's a range. Range. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the Alps. Where you get to do all the sort of crazy downhill sports that you wouldn't ever do in real life because either it's too expensive or you're worried you'll kill yourself. Things like wingsuits, skiing, snowboarding, paragliding, all kinds of cool stuff that involves stunts that you can then share with your friends and compete with your friends. And it's all the technology that Ubisoft has been putting in their Far Cry games and some others without the lethality of the whole landing and then AKing something. Yeah. The thing. And I love SSX games, like SSX Tricky, and they haven't done them in a while, so this will scratch that itch. The thing that I, I'm most concerned about it. Multiplayer? Yeah. 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 I, I'm, I'm assuming. It will be that thing where it will break either instantaneously or when you finally get a game with your friends, um, you'll be able to play it for all of five seconds before something crashes. So, the thing um, is, like, Rainbow Six Siege was Ubisoft. And by all accounts that I've received, that multiplayer works well. I don't own it, so I can't speak to it myself, but I've been told it works good. Not like uh, Steam, Far Cry, bad. <laughs> like, Far Cry is a bad example of Ubisoft. But Rainbow Six Siege worked really well. If their entire point of this game is to have the multiplayer, hopefully it will run more like Rainbow Six Siege's multiplayer lobby system and not like the Far Cry 3 terrible we can't connect to each other lobby system. Yes. Uh, But it's not something because of those issues, and it being mostly like the multiplayer draw for me, is something I will have to wait to see how that works out once it's released. Yes. But I am, you know, digging the idea. I might even just play single player because it's... Downhill skiing, snowboarding game where you do tricks. Also, wingsuits look really cool. They do. Yeah. But again, if your main point of your game is it's online, mm. Ubisoft, be careful. Um, we're going to go with some of the randoms before we get to the thing that's not being talked about yet. Stop banging whatever you're banging. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you bet me. Um, Bungie's Destiny 2, it's its 10-year plan. Um, giving the fans what they want, eh. which, which apparently is... A resounding eh. Yeah. Because as far as I'm aware, like, a lot of people don't play that anymore. At least people that I talk to that have owned it, and people that I've you know, spoken to online don't jump into it as much anymore, or at all. So, is DLC or expansion or sequel enough to bring someone back? Well, the Warcraft is doing Legion, that brought me back, so I guess that worked, but is it enough for Destiny? Mm, don't know. Yeah, so, goodness knows, um, don't really care at this point. <laughs> Here's one just for you. Sasha Banks confirmed for WWE 17, along with John Cena and Ultimate Warrior. Is that just the roster? Yes. Because they didn't they confirm the cover is Bill Goldberg. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> because there's the whole roster split happening. So there's a brand split with the roster choices happening soon. <laughs> You're so, so excited about that. They had that. to bring back a bunch of people and maybe we'll get Kurt Angle back. Yay. He's going to die. We've been over this. This will be so good. I can't wait to be able to go to like a, an actual taping in, in London or something and actually go see it live again for the brand split and yell, you suck, as he comes out to his theme tune. Nice. You, you do that for... For nostalgia's sake, as well, because I've done it once already. <laughs> Do it again. Yeah. Um, Dawn of War three. Uh, we talked about this on an old podcast, older podcast. Um, yes, looks good. Let's keep keep on that, please. More, yeah. Yeah. Dawn of War. <laughs> um, don't starve. Devs working on space sim. Oxygen not included. Uh, I haven't seen this. Sounds interesting though. Yeah. Um. Da, da, da. I'm just looking through. Oh, the new Castlevania Reborn thing. Is that by the actual... Is that the, the Kickstarter one? It's the Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Yeah, Yeah, by the Castlevania team. That Again, thanks Konami. <laughs> Castlevania <laughs> Pachinko. <laughs> uh, yeah, those guys are cool. I like that they're coming back to do a Castlevania game. I didn't actually know it was Kickstarter until after the pledging ended, so it's something that I'm keeping an eye on because I probably will buy it because I like old Castlevania games, especially the DS ones. Like Symphony of the Night and then the DS stuff after the, after it, they were they were really cool. I didn't like the Lord of Shadows or whatever it was when they started redoing it. So I'm digging that. Which I think uh, should we just quickly mention Mighty Number no. Nine being another one of these things that another company screwed over a creator. And in this case, they kickstarted it, and Mighty Number no. Nine is fucking terrible. Yeah, people yeah. have been really not happy. Who about didn't that. see that coming after they hired various community managers and other people that could not make fucking games or manage a community to save the goddamn lives. And made sure that KG Nafune just essentially got fucked over when he was making his new Mega Man game. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what happens when you, you hire people for things. All it's going to do is make Capcom think that no one wants to buy a Mega Man game, and actually we just want to buy a good Mega Man game. Please, Capcom. If anyone out there knows anyone that works at Capcom, please, just tell them, Mega Man, please, more Mega Man. No more Street Fighter. You can just keep updating that with character rosters for the next five years. <laughs> no, no, no more anything else. Just, just, just Mega Man. Stop letting Nintendo do your job for you. <laughs> they, okay. They should really just give Mega Man to Nintendo at this point. No give me Mega Man Eleven. Yeah. Um, okay. Just two things before we get to the final thing. Okay. Um, Persona Five. Yay, people that were waiting for Persona 5. Did that not already get released in Japan like a while back? Yeah, it's, it's coming out sometime. Yeah. I know that Dan, who was a previous host on the podcast that preceded this one, the uh, UK Otaku slash uh, whatever I call it, Capture the Frank probably, yeah, uh, who was a previous host on here, he was dying for Persona to be announced at an E3 like two years ago or three years ago when we last actually covered an E3 on a podcast. And I bet he's super happy now, but 
damn, that was three years of waiting for him to get Persona 5. Still not, like, it's still not out yet. I was going to say, still not waiting as long as it's Final Fantasy 15, people. True. Um, okay, and the other thing I want to go for was the announced special editions. So this is just a quick rundown. Watch Dogs 2 has a special edition pre-order. Titanfall 2 has a special edition pre-order. Wait, what? Come to the Titanfall 2 one. A helmet. Cool, getting it. And a torch, it looks like. Awesome. Um, the Last Guardian, they're doing a special edition. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's a super deluxe edition of FIFA, because then you can... I don't know, what would you even do? FIFA? Does yeah. it come with a football? No, they really <laughs> missed out on that one, actually. <laughs> what have been a good idea. Yeah, football, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, the Fractured Butthole has got... Their main thing is, if you buy the pre-order now... You get the stick of truth, which I already own twice. There you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Ghost Recon um, Wildlands has got a weird skull headset replica thing yeah. and some crap. Yeah. Uh, Skyrim, because anyone doesn't own that at the moment, literally is just wait. What's in it? Uh, nothing. It's just ah. like content-wise, it's just the DLC. Oh, and right. I thought you were going to tell me like, they did the Oblivion thing again, where there's like a coin stuff in it. So I'd buy it for a console that I don't own to get the collectors because they never do it on PC. I would buy like the <laughs> Xbox One version of Skyrim Remastered with a special edition if it had a cool thing in it. Yeah. Like Alduin. You could just like, just buy a dragon. Just say that. <laughs> buy an <extra> dragon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just a toy one. Uh, Skylanders Imagination Starter Pack featuring Crest Bandicoot Special Edition. Um, this, now that Disney Infinity is gone, that might be the thing that gets me on Skylanders. Damn it, Phil, why aren't you here? <laughs> Phil, you're going to talk about Skylanders on the next episode, guaranteed. Uh, he, he won't, he just isn't interested. Um, it, it just, it's close for no Skylanders. I thought he had it. Does he? I thought he just had Disney. I thought he had, like, several, I thought he had that, I thought he had all of them. All I thought, of I thought he had Skyland. as in, like, all three of the competing, well, all two of the competing titles plus Disney Infinity. That's gone now. I thought he had Lego and Skylanders as well. I don't know if he is. We'll have to find out. Yeah. Um, sorry, Phil. You don't get Can't confirm. Not Phil. Yeah. Um, Call of Duty Infinity Warfare, which obviously has the... Wait, what does it come with? Um, it comes with the remastered Modern Warfare. Oh. Um, does it come with called Spaceship? No, it comes with a season pass. Oh, fuck it then. Yeah. Give me a replica gun or something. Like M- Space Laser. <laughs> NBA 2017 Edition. Legend edition. Comes with a basketball. <laughs> Doesn't. <laughs> um, Horizon Zero Dawn actually comes with a quite... Comes with de- hair. It comes with a quite detailed figurine. I'll just uh, flash that over to you for a second. Uh, uh, okay, I'm kind of interested now, especially because I know that robot dinosaurs are involved too. That's sounding like a pretty cool special edition to pick up. <laughs> Dishonored 2 comes with... Corvo's mask, Corvo's mask, Corvo's mask. Is it... Oh my god, yes, it's Corvo's mask. <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, Get me the fuck in. Uh, the. Oh, is this the. Yeah, the Persona 5 one. Okay, the Persona Comes 5 one. Comes with a one. gun. <laughs> it doesn't, but it might as well do. Isn't that the whole point of Persona that you have to like, shoot yourself to do the Persona thing? Yeah. And- no, yeah, it comes with a gun. You shoot yourself and then you don't play the game. No, what it comes with is what essentially looks like a Hot Topic special edition. I don't know if about Persona to know if that's relevant to Persona. What are you talking about? Being cool and stuff is all... I guess I'm just not that weeb. <gasps> I'm kind of weeb. I'm just not that weeb. Uh, oh, well, well, bringing out your weeb, um, it's time to talk about Nintendo. That doesn't make me weeb. That just makes me sad. <laughs> <I think. laughs> 
<laughs> because all these other games we just mentioned spent all that time trying to run through. Nintendo arrived at E3 and went, we only need two games. And proceeded to also show a bunch of others. Three games. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about Zelda. So, that yeah. Pokemon happened. And I'm also counting Go within that as well. Oh, you're counting yeah. Go. Oh, yeah. Go. And, so, and also Tokyo. Super weep mode. <laughs> Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE. Which is the pop, the Japanese pop idol game that's actually based around a merging of franchises. Those franchises being Persona and Fire Emblem. Wow. And Fire Emblem is the side of the scale that I fall on going, I like Fire Emblem games. And this has kind of got a Fire Emblem thing going on for it. And it's on the Wii U, and it looks kind of pretty. So, yeah. Uh, also, it's got that Persona thing about it, which I think is where the whole pop idol thing is coming in. Because remember, Fire Emblem is medieval. <laughs> And lots of swords. Persona is the trendy thing, so the pop idol element of it is probably coming from Persona. I don't know enough about Persona. Tonight. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but all the swords and shit, that's probably coming from the fire element angle of things. Probably. Yeah. Mm. So, and that's a Wii U exclusive. Mm, that's interesting. And I think people make an issue about, oh, it needs to have Japanese voice acting in English subtitles. I'm like, just give me English. I don't want to read. <laughs> I've, I I can understand with things where they're like, oh, I want to be able to have the options because they should be available because. I guess. I guess. But at the same time... I'm English, I speak English, I want English dialogue so I don't have to read all the time. Like, sometimes I'll... Yeah, yeah I can appreciate it because uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X had that same feature where you could have it in Japanese with English subtitles. I immediately ignored it and put it on English dialogue because yes. I don't want to spend my entire game reading in a game that consists of a lot of reading already. Also, the voiceovers for that game were amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, because they're all British. Yes. Right, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the other thing about the new Zelda, which is just spot on. Oh, right. So, quickly, before we do this, other Pokemon. Pokemon yes. Go got a release date, sort of. Yeah, end of July. End of July. They'll start shipping at the end of July. Something about July 25th. I don't know if that's an actual date or just some going... Just last the last week of July. If you um, need... if I don't know what time this is going out, but if you are listening to this and you are looking at getting the Pokemon adapter thingy, buy it now because they will be sold out mm. pretty much straight away. I am considering it. It's a lot to ask because that adapter is like 30 quid. Yes. But... It will be worth... So much. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that. But I'm, I don't know if it's enough to make me do, like, it feels like that game should run okay because it's an optional add on. You don't it, need it, it to play. It's completely optional. There's the, re- the only reason. I don't know if it's something I'll play first and then go, ah, oh, I could probably get the add on. And then and at that point, you won't be able to get one. eBay. It, what, you're going to pay several times the price? No, probably not. I'll probably wait. Yeah, that's the problem. Is the first initial run, people will, they will, A, they will sell out of those. And B, on eBay, they will go for three or four times the price. True. Which is what I'm banking on. So you, you pick one up then? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm probably going to pick one up and I'm probably going to flog it straight Can away. Can I get you to buy me some Amiibo display cases? No. Cause it's fine. I'll give you the money. No. If you're already buying the thing, no, you get the delivery. It's too late. You already bought one? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Because <laughs> the Amiibo display cases are five per customer and I've got seven Amiibos I need to, to, to <laughs> display. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing is Nintendo recently before we actually get into the main they did a sale that you guys are all going to miss yeah not only did they do a sale they did a massive sale we actually missed the main part of it we got to the point where the stuff yeah because Ben selling. 2 was on sale as well wasn't it, it? Was that's still, I think that was one that was still available actually I had a look I Bayonetta 2 was still available it was some of the other games that were sold out but Bayonetta 2 was dropped down to like what was it like 10 quid yeah they, they are it's stupid low they are they had proper AAA games for going for like Five quid because clearing out stuff like that because they're going to bring out a new console. True, um, and this is the other thing is is they are already like they're fire selling. The we Wii haven't stuff. confirmed that. <laughs> <laughs> we just know the NX is coming and it might be April. And we know nothing extra. 
Also, if if you were going to release it like as a shock and surprise before Christmas, you want to get rid of all your current stock now. Just backtracking before we tackle the Pokemon's other subject, uh, Injustice Two. Yes, got announced. Looks awesome. Injustice is my favorite Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> Wonder why? Hmm. No, also because it's one of the most balanced Mortal Kombat games, more so than X and Nine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> which makes it like the most awesome current Mortal Kombat game. Uh, just only has Scorpion in it, I guess, and, and Batman. Uh, so Injustice 2 should be awesome because it, it looks like everyone at Netherrealm went, I know we own Disney, but wait, follow me. What if everybody is Iron Man? <laughs> Which is what the trailer like did, and there's a meme online for that now. And Yeah, there's like, there are clicky armor parts that go on the CGI trailer, and it turns out that's because you can swap out parts so that like every battle counts, and you can be more personalised with your characters in the campaign. But it's more Batman punching... Other people. Uh, <laughs> and it's a Mortal Kombat game, essentially. So, yeah, sign me up. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I like the idea that Batman decides to kill people now. <laughs> he doesn't kill people. It's... it's no. He sends them to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not took it out. Doctor Fishing! No! <laughs> but on the track of Batman as well, they released the first images from Telltale's Batman game, which Telltale do the adventure games like The Walking Dead and The Wolf Among Us and Borderlands, Borderlands, Tales from Borderlands. Uh, there's a Borderlands one somewhere in there. Uh, game of Thrones. Game, yeah, Game of Thrones. Strong bags. Strong bags. That's half strong and half home stuff. Strong bags. Strong bags. Cool game for attractive people. people. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. Um, and Monk Island. Yes, and they do some other things as well. Much more very Oh, they do. Time Max. Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. So they're doing Batman. Yeah. On a new engine. That actually looks pretty. Yeah. Like, I was surprised when I saw the images. They look really cool. And I was like, oh, if you didn't tell me it was a Telltale Batman, I might have thought Rocksteady were making this. Um, who do you think they'll get to do the voices? They've already announced. Who are they doing the voices? Uh, Batman is being voiced by Troy Baker. Yeah. Which is weird, because surely he would have been the Joker, because it was Richard Graham that did him in Arkham Origins. So Troy Baker has now played both of those characters. <laughs> but I think he also did the Lego Batman at one point. Yeah. But it's like the entire Uncharted team is doing it. Yes. Like, there's no Mark Hamill or Kevin Conroy in sight, which is meh, but, you know, they're already doing whatever Arkham VR is, which we saw just Batman's mask in black darkness as Mark Hamill is an amazing Joker monologue over the top of it that tells us nothing about what it is. It's just a new Arkham with VR. I'm okay with that, though, because I can't wait for like that to happen. Do you PT, but with just Batman? But we get to punch things instead of be terrified of them. Yes. <laughs> Smoking your spring! That's batterings. <laughs> really? Just want to make sure that's clear to the okay. audio listeners. Not, not just someone running fast. Yeah. Now, the Flash is not in this one. Trust him, his mom's name is Martha, too. <laughs> oh, just tangentially because I've mentioned that. Did you see the trailer yet for the Blu ray special edition of Batman vs. Superman? No. Looks like a different film. Really? That's not the film I saw. <laughs> That's a different film entirely, with a much better soundtrack, and new scenes that weren't in the film, that I'm like, I want to see that, and I'm like, I saw that, and it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> this looks really weird yeah. a second. So, I think they've done some editing for that movie. Do you I think they reshot it? <laughs> I just think it's a completely different film. Apparently it was supposed to be like three hours long, or three and a half hours long, so maybe those scenes that I saw are from the cut content that are going to make it into a longer movie. And maybe, just maybe, that will fix some of the film. You still can't fix the Martha problem. 
<laughs> maybe they do. Maybe at the end of it. It's a whole different fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we cut that and it's still four hours long. <laughs> but yeah, that was like a whole different movie. But Batman in video games, I'm excited about because Arkham VR is kind of cool. It's going to be expensive to buy PlayStation VR stuff to play it on or an Oculus, but I'm assuming it's not going to lock you out of playing it if you don't have VR. Because that would be silly, Rocksteady. Because people are poor. Uh, <laughs> Including me. Uh, and sometimes. Sometimes. Occasionally. I, I wanted a Vive. I was going to buy a Vive. And I can't because I physically can't afford one. It's not one of those ones like, I shouldn't do this. It's a, my bank won't let me. I've tried. <laughs> and let's face it, in terms of the space up, you'd have to chuck most of your stuff into like one part of your house. No, because I just use it to like, you know, play space games and sit in my chair. It's like, oh, I can look around my cupboard. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Batman VR, that's happening. Um, and Telltale do... In, I like some Telltale games. I don't like some others. Like, on the good side of spe- the spectrum, you've got The Walking Dead Season 1. You've got uh, The Wolf Among Us Season 1, if they ever do a sequel. Um, and then you've got the old ones like Silent Max. But that's the newer ones. And on the bad side of the spectrum, you've got things like Game of Thrones, which I've heard wasn't very good, so I didn't buy it. And Back to the Future, which I've heard wasn't very good, so I didn't buy it. And Jurassic Park, which I've heard wasn't very good, so I didn't buy it. So I can't confirm, but those all sound bad. And the other ones sound good. So you mean the, the licensed WB pro- um, property is oh, bad? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But The Wolf Among Us is good, and that's based on a comic. <laughs> which might be DC. Or at least maybe published by Virgo. It's probably Image. Yeah. 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 It's based on a comic book. <laughs> so was Batman's Max a comic book. Sam Max is also a good one, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, uh, The Walking Dead. Walking Dead season one, based on a comic book. Yeah. It's good. Just don't base it on a movie. <laughs> Movie's bad. <laughs> Movies or HBO TV shows. They're bad. <laughs> and then the other stuff is good. So... Yeah, it could still turn out to be a good... I mean, it's not really a game, is it? It's, a, it's an interactive comic book yeah. <laughs> at its basis where the choices you make don't really matter. Catwoman will remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's you, incredible. I don't think you really thought about this, have you yet? No, yeah, that's, that's what's incredible. Gonna be. <laughs> Nightwing doesn't like you now. <laughs> Damien will remember that. Joker remembers really? nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the Joker will remember that. <laughs> this will be good. It's just it's one of those things where I think we're getting episode one in like a month, and then the rest of them are coming out. Who knows when? Because they'll get delayed consistently. Superman will remember that. <laughs> Bizarro, not remember that. <laughs> Wait, does that mean Bizarro remembers that? He won't remember that. Is that Bizarro being Bizarro? Or is that the game trying to tell me Bizarro is actually... Oh, don't put Bizarro in this game. <laughs> Definitely put Bizarro This is why the Superman game. Adventures by Telltale is not happening. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Oh, uh, that me? Don't know, was it? It was on the, the glass. Yeah, okay. So, that's a good time to stop talking about other things. Get to the meat of the problem. Zelda, it's the really good game. Pokemon happened. If you like Pokemon, go look at it. It's, it's more Pokemon. I think they made the graphics nicer and they added some quality of life stuff that just makes it look nicer. Oh, and scale. There's yes. actually scale now. Yeah. Other than that, yay Pokemon. Yeah. Um, or yay new Pokemon instead <laughs> of yay remake Pokemon for this year. Uh, Zelda looks really awesome. It's, uh, yeah, the new Skyrim looks good. Uh, this, <laughs> it looks like Skyrim. Yeah, it's... It, uh, but with Zelda and Nintendo aesthetics and, like, design decisions. Yes. It, it looks like Nintendo have finally decided that they're going to make that 
AAA game that people have been waiting for since the Wii U came out. I mean, I, I can't recommend watching the videos enough to see uh, Eiji Anuma and um, Shigeru Miyamoto play through those. Uh, well, not play through those. Some guy plays through it. They answer questions. And then um, it sort of gets you to remember, like, oh, yeah, Eiji Anuma's really good at his job. <laughs> Which is why he's been directing the Zelda games since since Shigeru Miyamoto stopped directing Zelda games. And then... Um, make really cool designs like the cartoon anime style look of it is sweet because they explain that you know they're adding that graphical quality of making it look nicer but the simple lines and the anime stylings make it easier to identify objects from a distance and what you're actually doing and I thought oh, that actually makes a good idea it makes a lot of sense because it's a Zelda game and now you pick up weapons and a lot of other sh- shite and one of the things I remember in Skyrim is losing shit in grass all the time uh, mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, just the backdrops and the foreground and things going on just sometimes merging and getting a little confused in certain areas, especially if you've got graphical mods installed, which make things either prettier or higher detailed. That's a thing I hadn't considered until Adrian Newman was like, and this is why it's anime styled. I'm like, yes, I'm watching this trailer and I can see what's going on the screen quite easily. Thank you for that, Nintendo. That's a good decision because fucking Skyward Sword was atrocious to look at. Yeah. We don't talk about that. Low res, and they went for the painted aesthetic, which meant everything blended into one weird orange-green fucking mix of what I thought might have been leaves. Yeah, let's not talk about that one. Yeah. No, that didn't uh, happen. So, yeah, Nintendo looks like they're making up for Skyward Sword um, by giving us Skyrim Sword? Nah, I can't make anything out of that. It's no, impossible. Okay, it's Breath of the there. Wild. Yes. Which... Uh, the soundtrack sounds amazing. Uh, it looks cool. There's a system where you're picking up loot and like armor items and clothing and swapping that out, so you're not just wearing the green tunic initially. Um, uh, or maybe not until like a point later in the game. Uh, the master sword is in the logo. It looks all chipped and uh, sort of fucked up and old. Um, the temple of time is fucked in the trailer at the start of it. Like that's sort of the first thing to show you. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm imagining this is going to unify the timeline somewhat in being the last game in the Zelda lineage, whereas Skyward Sword was the first story to be told in that universe. This will be the one that unifies all three timelines, maybe? Yeah. This this is... I think this is... After the Skyward Sword did, tried to do so much. The story for Skyward Sword is good. That is one of the good things about it. I love that story. That story is enjoyable. It's a shame that you have to really slog through a terrible, terribly designed motion-sensing nightmare of a game to get that story. Yeah. There's there's a lot that doesn't stand up with Skyward Sword, but at the same time, it is a Zelda game. It is a proper Zelda game, and even your worst Zelda game is still adds heart something that's, that has a quality. There's... Tell that to the Philips CDI Zelda games. Excuse me? <laughs> that... We don't talk about those. That's like suggesting that the Nintendo TV series of Zelda is not to be taken Excuse into account. Excuse me, princess. Oh. <laughs> it's amazing. He does the bomb jump on the shield and travels off. It's a really original <laughs> rocket jump. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's amazing. You can't take that away from him. <laughs> I like in the new Zelda game that they've added that physics uh, element to it. So, like, pushing boulders down hills to attack enemies or to disrupt things. Being able to chop down trees, which in a part of one of the gameplay demos, they show you them using it as a solution to cross a gorge. So, chop down tree, instant bridge. Cool idea. I like that. It adds an element to puzzle solving. Puzzle solving is a big reason I like Zelda. As well as the combat system, which now your weapons break in a Dark Souls sort of way. Mm-hmm. So, you've got to keep replacing them with stuff you pick up. I assume until you get a master sword that isn't broken as fuck, uh, unless the entire or unless the, the entire is. game is like having to stock my inventory. But everything about it 
makes me excited to play. It makes me wish that I had that system of Zelda to play and not the old formulaic Zeldas, which we've had for the last like two decades now. Yeah. And the thing that I was initially worried about, two things initially worried me, which I feel like are stupid things to worry about that I feel like they'll probably do anyway. One was the music is gone in this trailer. Like it's mm. the piano playing notes over the top of sounds of wilderness and it's nicely sampled and it sounds gorgeous, but I do miss the idea of having actual tunes. Zelda tunes that I like, like the Song of Storms, one of my favourite songs. It's just a tune from Zelda. Uh, like the overworld theme, stuff like that. Music's always been a big part of Zelda for me. I love the music. I have many Zelda albums and at some point we'll go see Symphony of the Goddesses. So having a difference from the music, a little bit worrying for me, but I think it's probably going to work because I trust them to make a good game. And the other thing was the weapon system by losing weapons and also not having the green tunic. Is there ever going to be a moment in this game where I get to be Link in full Link wear, like regalia, like the way he should look, with Master Sword, Hillian Shield, and really cool music playing to be like, oh, nostalgia. And this is that moment of like, I feel like a hero, badass, you know, Triforce of Courage. But it's a Zelda game, so not having that would just make it Skyrim. I, <laughs> personally, from what I've seen from the, the actual, like the trailers, I think what you'll end up doing is, is it will be, you will get that moment. You will have that point, but it will be either on a par with Tomb Raider reboot, where it is, this is the end. Now you are who you were always meant to be. Um, or it will be done in such a way that you, you will get it piecemeal. So you'll have certain mm. things where you'll find the outfit, you'll find the shield, you'll find the master sword. I, I just, yeah, I just want that moment. Like, I'm happy to accept everything else about it. And in fact, I encourage the, the change of of the formula in Zelda. As long as I just get those few bits, I just want my Link's outfit, uh, the sword, the shield, the cool music bit. Just give me that bit. But maybe don't give me at the very end of the game. Let me do like the last third of the game with the option to have that. I think if they do it like the last end of the game, it will do a Skyrim esque sort of thing where this is the end of the game, but it's not really because it's a massive open world and there's a still. Or oh, they'll do a new stuff. game plus where you can carry yeah. your stuff over to the next. They'll do. They'll do it their way because the size of the the actual playing area. They'll do that thing where they'll let you have that moment of being able to ride around on a. Horse it's just because they've, they've, they've shown place. such a large quantity of footage, such a large amount of stuff that we weren't expecting to see, but granted that they only brought like one actual game to E3, we should have expected this, but there's a lot of footage. And they've gone to extreme lengths to not show us anything familiar outside of the Temple of Time, which is not, from what I saw at least, doesn't look that familiar apart from in name. Yes. And you get to see uh, um, uh, Death Mountain off in the distance, and you can kind of see what I imagine would be Hyrule, considering its location. Uh, like actual Hyrule town. Uh, but yeah, there's not a lot of familiar... Oh, I think the old man was in the first gameplay as well, which like gives you the NES connection. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot trading on nostalgia in there, which is cool because Nintendo have been doing that so fucking long that you kind of expect them to trade on nostalgia. It just feels weird to have that nostalgia ripped away. Um, I mean, it's. I think what they've done is very clever is, is to, as you say, there's there's the references, mm. but rather than beating you over the head with it, which... They have been doing for the last two decades. Yeah. Since Link to the Past established <laughs> the formula in, like, 92. Yeah. Uh, and then Skyward Sword didn't break, and Twilight Princess didn't break, but Twilight Princess was good. Uh, yeah, they've been doing that. So I kind of expected just more of that with, like, improvements and maybe not having to use a fucking motion controller. Now, this is the other thing, though, is... 
don't know how it will be played out on the NX. But obviously, as it is a Wii U game, it will be using the Wii U controller. If it's like the GameCube Wii split of Twilight Princess, and it requires a motion controller, I will be getting the GameCube version, or the Wii U version of that game, because I've already seen them play it with the gamepad, without any fucking swinging and dicking about, just gamepad. There was a bit where they showed looking around... If that's it, if the Sheikah Stone tablet thing is like that, and you look around the game world like this, if that's the most you've got to do, I am okay with that. I am not okay with holding the Wiimote up in the air to charge a Skyward Strike and then fling it, or trying to use it, which is fucking impossible, by the way, to play the fucking harp, goddess harp in Skyward Sword. It's not doable. You it only is. ever complete that by accident. It is. No. It is. No. It's it not. Is. It's not. It I had Wii Motion Plus. I had the special edition the controller, and I followed it. And I had multiple times I tried that, and I've only ever completed any of the songs on the Goddess Harp by utter accident or fluke. I, it is unusable, unlike both the Wind Waker and the Ocarina of Time. Yes, but at the same time, that they, they, they must be usable in a format because it's Nintendo. No, nope, I'm thinking Shigeru Miyamoto was taking some Mario shrooms and just thought it was a great idea because it was not. <laughs> nope. As resoundingly the most despised Zelda game for its mechanics, it's not a good idea. It, 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 to be, yeah, let's not get into the yeah. hating on that because that's a long episode for something else. Um, <laughs> but yeah, essentially, I have to say, it, I believe that this will be the, the new Zelda will be the NX seller because there'll be people like yourself yeah, who probably. are. Who are hardcore already got all the Nintendo stuff with you with you. I'll probably get an X, but I don't know if if this is why I'd get an NX. But I mean it still needs to be seen what the NX even really is yeah. and how it even really works. So I'm already happy to buy it on the Wii U, but if they give it to me sooner, that'd be nice. Like having to wait for the NX is kind of a pain in the ass because we've been waiting like four years now already for, for this since it was announced, let alone probably before then they were actually working on it. So, yeah, they kind of did sort of shoot themselves in the foot a little bit with that. Cause... Which is, you know, it looks great. Like, if that's what it takes to get a change from the formula and a cool-looking Zelda like this and have things just right, I'm down to clown. Like, just give it me on whatever console. Just throw it at me. Just don't give me motion control. What if... And this is... this is a... VR? Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> what, what if it is Nintendo's next big thing is... Um, you get the NX, and your Zelda is graphically improved. However, um, there is that if the NX is some sort of VR headset that, improve, that includes running Zelda in VR. Then, yeah, I'm kind of into it. But the only people I've seen do one-to-one motion control in VR that works properly so far is the Vive. Yeah. So I'm not certain I would trust Nintendo to get that right after the overhyping of motion control with the Wii, and everyone else started fucking doing motion control. I don't know how well the PlayStation Move works for you to use it for VR. I don't even fucking know what Oculus is doing other than just providing you with a headset and going, I think you have to buy some like Xbox pads and things. Uh, it, uh, yeah, Vive is the only one I'd really trust to actually work because there's been enough accounts and of people using it and saying yes and actually me watching other people use it and go yes to go. That probably works. Yeah, I mean, even the vibe though is it works under particular conditions and making sure you have the right setup for it. Mm. And it, this is the thing with VR to do it well. It's it, the investment isn't just the hardware itself. It's the hardware. It's the space. It's the the ability to be able to have like you either literally screw things into your physical 
domain or you get stands especially mm. for just using for gaming which is a lot to ask for most people and if nintendo thinks that they have a vr solution that works maybe they do or maybe they've they've seen that vr might be not the the golden savior that some people think it is and have just shied away because of their previous experience I mean, the, the the patents for it made it look like the NX is going to be more of a, a handheld solution that merges the console and handheld market together in a way, which I'm I'm, I'm cool with because Nintendo could do handhelds. They've proven that. Nintendo have the best handhelds. Sorry, Vita, but it's true. And if they just Did wanna... you just say sorry to the Vita? Yeah. The console that died three months ago. I mean, Sony really tried. Did they? Bless them. No, they didn't. They did. They tried. They, they put touchscreen on the back I heard that actually wasn't that bad of an idea, the whole touchscreen thing. It's just, it just didn't, the whole thing just sort of didn't come together because it didn't have Pokemon or Animal Crossing. (laughs) (laughs) If you ain't got Animal Crossing, you be shit. You ain't got either of the two major sellers. And then they also didn't have Monster Hunter, so. Which is crazy. I know, because Nintendo have it now. Woo! (laughs) Yeah, Capcom must fucking love that. Yeah, so the handheld obviously would be great. But yeah, Zelda. Zelda good. Zelda now, please. Now, Miyamoto, Enuma, anyone from Reggie, Reggie, someone, <laughs> hook me up with an early coffee, please. Diamond Zelda. Not gonna happen. Please, anyone Zelda. If anyone knows, they want Nintendo, or Reggie, if you're listening, bro, Reggie, Reggie, best guy on the internet. Like my body is always Reggie. Please, you know. Please. After that particular comment. I can pretty much guarantee you've just lost any <laughs> possible opportunity that you could have had an early copy of Zelda. Dude, I love Reggie. He's awesome. I didn't see enough of him at this E3. That's one of the biggest problems of this year's E3. Not enough Reggie. I he think... just wasn't ever present like he was. Like Last year, they did the whole Muppet Star Fox thing, which was cool. Yeah. The year before that, it was Robot Chicken. This year, no, no Reggie, no Iwata. I mean, I miss. I genuinely miss Iwata from E3 and the Nintendo Directs. Like, he was a great figurehead for that company. Yeah, so it all feels a bit like figureless. It was nice to see Mimo and Anuma for the Zelda stuff because they're massively involved, but mm. Reggie like just did some intros, some videos, and wasn't really around much. Which kinda of killed the idea of Nintendo E3 for me for a bit. If it wasn't for the fact that Zelda was so good, I would have been like eh, I think Nintendo. that was what they, they really focused on this yeah. year was is we're gonna show something. We're not gonna mm. try and do the spectacle because we know we haven't got your water. It's gonna be a case of We'll show you a solid game that you're interested in playing. Um, no one brought anything direct for you to me. <sighs> Dude, it's not even done in jest. Like, I fucking loved the water and his... I know you did, but the fact that you made that joke is just so painful. But he did it himself. <laughs> yeah. His Smash Brothers thing, his entire time was direct It was so good. Oh. Yes. They'll never have anyone that's as good as Iwata no, on that team. No, they won't have. That, that's the problem Nintendo faces. He was their Steve Jobs. It was a case that they're now... He was a rock star, wasn't he? He, he wasn't just a rock star. He was a linchpin. He was he was Nintendo. Coding God. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. But again, he's more he, than just People that. don't give him his credit for that one. He managed to compress Pokemon Gold and Silver so much by himself on that ROM that they went from having not enough room to having enough room to put Kanto in there. Yes. Without his work, his singular work and effort on compressing that game, they would not be at the second region of Kanto on Gold and Silver. And that's like one of the coolest parts of Gold and Silver is having the original. So yeah, it was a... That's... Yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of what I mean. I thought about E3. It's like the lack of a water. Definitely noticed. Something I didn't think I'd noticed. Like, oh yeah, it's 
definitely different without him around. Yeah, and as I say, that's the difficult they face now is is being the company that he is not it part of now. Mm. And so you can try and do what he used to do, which is be that's the, th- the thing with Reggie. Reggie used to play against being the sort of the bombastic against the the more sensible. Is Reggie the face or the heel? It's not the same thing. He's the comic foil. He's mm. the he's the slapstick character. He's is it the R two or the three PO? Uh, he's the R2 yeah. um, <laughs> but yeah it's, it, he's not got anyone to play against and you can't really I, I think he's probably hurting more than anyone because mm. he, he is a man who, who obviously loves very much doing what he's doing um, but that what he's doing now isn't the same thing as it was a year ago it's not the same at all so it, it's difficult for him to be part of that whole Nintendo yeah um, event well probably wrap up time yeah I think that's pretty much it so, yep. um, so to close out uh, top three games of the show for you um, I'm going to have to go with just danced it no um, in terms you of you doing from uh, like 3 two, one or 1-2-3 uh, I'll go 3-2-1 okay so your third third best was oh third best that's um I'm going to have to go with, with Salty Sea Shanties. I'm going to go with um, Pirates thing. Uh, okay. Sea of Thieves. That'll do. That's the one. Yep. Yeah. Um, best. Uh, ooh. I don't want to jinx it, but this one too does look really nice. Yeah, that, that would be up there. Yeah, and number one Zelda. Zelda. Yeah, okay. Cool. So I think mine would go... Whew. I mean... You can't just have Zelda three times. Zelda, Zelda, Zelda. Uh, no, like the ones I think I'm most inter- excited about. I mean, and also it factors in stuff being available earlier would be Trials of the Blood Dragon. Yeah. Because didn't expect that. Genuinely happy that happened. We'll probably end up buying this before the next podcast because it's Blood Dragon and it's Trials and I like both of those things. Every so often Ubisoft, you get lucky. Yeah, once in a while, you really, really rock it. Second best in show, I would say. See, this is a hard one because we all know we don't know one this, but two. Hmm. You like that butthole? <laughs> don't want to give two to Ubisoft, but I do like the South Park games. Um, can't believe I'm saying it, though, but... Maybe, no. You were going to say Steam for a second there, weren't you? No, I wanted Infinite Warfare. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I dig space. Um, there are other space games out there. I know, I know. One of them's actually from Star Wars. I know, but it's only one mission, so it doesn't get second best of show for me. Oh. Yeah, there's more than one mission, EA. More than one. <laughs> um, oh, God, that's actually... We actually surprisingly had a lot of good stuff on there. I would say it's probably going to end up going to... Uh, to yeah, like, I can't not agree with you. It's definitely Dishonored 2. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot in there that's got me as excited as playing Dishonored 2. I think that's coming relatively soon as well. It is. It's and closer to think it's this... Just be longer than one. Just I, be longer no, than one. No, no, no. Don't, don't... Not by a lot, but like one was like portal length. Yeah. This can be Portal 2 length. Yeah, but saying <laughs> same one is like Portal length is not a disservice to it. It did what it did succinctly. I know, but I want to spend more time in that world than like the, the four to six hours I spent in it the first time. Yeah. It's definitely more than four. I'm about seven, so. Yeah. Still, but like, you know, give me like, I don't know, 15 hours of content, please, if I'm going to be paying full price for the game. Well, let's face it. You can say give me 15 hours, but if you're just padding it out with nonsense. Like puzzle packs or something, I don't know. <laughs> give, me, give me give me more because that's the thing about this on a, what is it you get 
into the levels and the cool stuff that you do, uh, and then you run out because the game's over. Yeah. Like, give me more spaceage and stuff where I can use those things that I've got in interesting ways than you gave me in the first game. Yeah, okay. Yes. Let me get more of that because that didn't stop being enjoyable. It just stopped. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't hit your peak yet on Dishonored 1. Just don't overgo Dishonored 2. Oh my great. Just give me more of that. <laughs> With Emily and Corvo. Like, it, yeah, it looks great. Uh, yeah, and Zelda. Because we're waiting until next E3 probably to talk about that again. But it did look so good and so much of a break from formula that I'm... I couldn't think about it. I immediately just like tried to like start dusting. I'm like, oh, I must start playing Twilight Princess HD. I must start playing Wind Waker HD. Like, oh, none of these are going to be just like that. It's oh, so hyper-inducing. But why haven't they done a Skyward Sword HD yet? Uh, silly. It's not happened yet. Mm-hmm. Because Wind Waker came out first. Yeah. Then Twilight Princess came out first. Yeah. Then Skyward Sword. Then Wind Waker HD came out first. Then Twilight Princess HD came out second. And uh, and then Breath of the Wild. Whoosh! <laughs> <laughs> That's under the carpet. You'll have an hour-long movie dedicated to Skyward Sword, so you don't have to play it, but can appreciate the first Zelda. Now, they'll probably release a new Hyrule Historia with the stuff put in. Uh, No, it actually went up to Skyward Sword, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so didn't even need to do that. (laughs) Well, don't play the game, read the book. It has a comic at the back. (laughs) Still better than than the Philips CDI games. So that was the E3 podcast as presented by the Geeks Codex and Capture the Frag. We didn't go. We would have loved to. And we are just relating everything we found on the internet to you as, as best as we can understand it. Yes. So well done for getting your for, for, for getting your sixth hand information on E3 this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and let's hope that next year's... Oh, okay, okay. Here you go. We're going to do an annual tradition. What is your... One prediction for next year's E3. One prediction, okay. Um, so last year, I would have said VR, because that was the obvious one. Now we've done VR. I don't know what next year will be the year of. Um, what's the way we're headed? Everything looks cartoony. I don't know. Maybe next year will be the year of robot dinosaurs. Robot di- you're going robot dinosaurs? because yeah, Bose happened. VR happened. Kojima won't be ready yet. Man. I didn't even think about next year's E3. Alright, I'm going to call it now then and say that next year, E3 2017, will be remembered for being the year of squad-based online shooters. Yes. They'll all start being made now to compete with Overwatch. By next year, they'll all be on E3 show floor. Yep. Next year is the online multiplayer squad-based shooter. Peggle VR. I like yours better. I think mine's (laughs) more likely, but I like yours better. I don't even know how that works, but Peggle VR. Are you the ball? Are you the the, the cannon? Are you, are you the pull? Are you the unicorn? Are you the unicorn? Yes. Peggle are, VR. Are you, are you just up against the screen looking at the unicorn? <laughs> like, this is uncomfortable. We're too close. Would you mind backing up? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We'll find out when EA and... Who's Pop, Popcap? Yeah. Yeah, when EA and Popcap go, hey, hey, here's Peggle Twilight. Because we can't commit to a sequel with a number. <laughs> VR. Yeah. <laughs> Just Peggle VR. Yeah. <laughs> if they did Peggle and Peggle Nights, would Peggle Twilight be Peggle 1.5? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. VR. VR. <laughs> so yeah, there's our predictions for next year. Okay. Uh, if you have any predictions, or want to tell us how wrong we are uh, about not caring about Battlefield 1, or 
or how ashamed you are that I actually care about Call of Duty for the first time ever, then you can contact us at the podcast at geesecodex.net. You can also leave comments on the SoundCloud if this is hosted on SoundCloud, which it still should be because they're around still. Um, you can also uh, Facebook us. We are uh, facebook.com slash geekscodex, one word, I think. Not hyphenated. Something like that. Yeah. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at, uh, at briggy1701. I'll take questions until I remember what the password is for at Capture Frag Podcast. Um, cause I can't check that. Or if you just tag both me and the Capture the Frag Podcast, then someone will go get back to you. Or maybe just tweet hashtag Capture the Frag. Which I don't check. No. This is a hashtag. <laughs> follow it. Could follow it, yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, no one else will be, but no. still. Uh, and we'll maybe be on iTunes cause Apple's a thing, I guess. You, that's your yeah. promise for next year. Yeah, maybe next year we'll have gotten onto the the, the tunes with the eye, uh, the tiny eye, and the big D. Don't forget, Discord is there. If you like League of Legends, by all means, come drop on by. There's a link in the show notes, like there always is, for contacting us at various places on the SoundCloud. I assume that's where you've got it from because it's not available anywhere else to my knowledge yet. Uh, so if you look down there, you can find the Discord chat and all the Facebook and everything else that we do. So. Feel free to send us info and berate us for liking Call of Duty or, or tell Paul how wrong he is that he's not super excited about Steep. Oh, uh, you yourself. You, you, first you give the f and then you kick us in the face. Or, or maybe you've tried We Happy Few and you want to tell me that I'm wrong and it gets better instead of worse. Maybe. Yeah. Or perhaps you're Phil and you feel left out this week and you just want to send a hi. Then uh, do that too, Phil. Or maybe you're one of the, the very many people who will be buying Just Dance 2017 and you wish to complain. But you're too busy just dancing, so... Just dance. <laughs> Put, Put on, on your, your brown shoes. <laughs> brown shoes. <laughs> Get away from potential copyright. <laughs> you saw what happened with Led Zeppelin. <laughs> we don't have that much money. <laughs> if Led Zeppelin are to our podcast, maybe get in touch with Reggie Hiller. <laughs> Don't give Nintendo. With Reggie what? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Reggie fils That'll do. That's the pronunciation. That'll be his name. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie for a minute. So the, this is the hype train pulling into the station. E3 is over until next year. Let's see what happens when November rolls around and half these games come out and we're all actually super disappointed. Yeah. But Zelda, yay. It's coming. And the NX. VR. Peggle. VR Peggle. On the NX. Oh, you're super stoked about it now, aren't you? Now I am. Now you're pre-ordering an NX. With, with the wiggle motions. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't translate to audio. But... Yeah, who do you think you are, Luke? I'm feeling for Luke, aren't I? <laughs> Just air-miming stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's us. We out. We will be back on the usual schedule of every two weeks. Um, if Briggy remembers to stop playing Warcraft and upload on time. So keep a lookout for that. And we'll hopefully be back next episode with a, a larger cast where they'll probably want to talk about things that aren't video games, maybe. Yeah. Well, we might talk about video games, just not E3 video games. So. Yeah. Uh, or we might end up doing more E3 video games because more stuff has come out. So, yeah. It, Brie and Paul show. Yeah, yeah. Just like old times. Yep. So, it, I mean, uh, it's, it's why it feels weird to end the show because it feels kind of redundant to go, I've been Brie. And I've been Paul. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Take care. Peggle VR. Make it happen.
capture the flag. Yeah, you're worried about copyright. <laughs> Disney owns that. Oh, they do, don't they? Disney. <laughs> it's all right. We keep trying to advertise Disney Infinity. They owe us one. They don't owe us one. They don't even want. They Disney. don't owe us one, but they might think they owe us one. No, they don't. They know. Yeah. If anyone knows what they do and don't own, it's Disney. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> also, don't belittle the Star Wars again. Yay, they, they know their masters, their puppet string holders. Maybe if they did more than one fucking mission for the X-Wing, I'd be like, yeah, but that's going to be like 10 minutes. Yeah. It's going to be 10 minutes, I'm going to be like, look at all this VR equipment I bought for 10 minutes in my X-Wing, yay. You and, keep playing that 10 minutes yeah, again. Over and over again, <laughs> with a joystick that doesn't exist. <laughs> You go out and buy a joystick specifically. Yeah. <laughs> you no, spent I just this... bought a joystick. I could just play playing Star Citizen, right? That game doesn't even release yet. Uh, have they done any updates on any of the rest of their stuff? I oh, think yeah, the E3 emails. happens, so no one cared. It was the 2.4 update with persistence. The persistence in there, there's a new ship and stuff. And yeah, just keeping on, keeping on. I yeah, should really download that at some point. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It costs persistence, so you can buy clothes now. And, <laughs> yeah, and keep close and earn money in the game for doing missions. And there's big giant spaceships, like actual big ships, like the Starfarer that I own. So we can go in that. You can literally get lost inside that ship. It's we, that big. I can get lost in the small ships. Don't worry about it. Oh, you'll get super lost in the big <laughs> ship. Uh, and we can go fly around and blow some shit up in that. Well, and We could do it if you weren't stuck in your fantasy world of not. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be more specific. <laughs> Your world of fantasy. Oh, right, yeah. Where I craft wars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll update it. <laughs> One day. No, I'll update it. Oh, we'll, we'll add Star Citizen to the list of games that include Warcraft and Overwatch. Yeah. Do you if see- you want to play Overwatch with us, you can <laughs> find us online at uh, Briggy and Paul and everyone on the same team is playing Lucio and kicking your ass. See, <laughs> <laughs> so you might as well rage quit now. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. We do well when that happens. And if you think you can all play Lucio at the same time, well, it just happens that we're all, all six turbulent. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can re-edit this into yeah. somewhere it's actually relevant. Uh, beta for Overwatch now is doing competitive play. Um, you need to be level 25. You need to do 10 games where they will rate you. None of it counts for the real. Yep, no, no I don't see a point in doing any of this. Like... In some games, getting that early access is kind of cool because you get early access to try something. But unless you're actually planning on helping them test the game in public test, don't bother because none of it gets carried over and you're just going to feel like you wasted your time. You say that, but actual people that do public testing, that help people publicly test the game and are actually, a, you know, a help Blizzard do this, go do your thing because I want to play it legitimately. But I don't advise you to jump on there if you don't know what you're doing because... You're just going to have a bad time. I'm going to try it when I get to level 25, which will be hopefully at some point. Well, if you're going on a public test, obviously you get boosted so you can test that feature. I don't know if you can. Well, then you'd be spending all that time, because public test would be a clean slate. It's. I think you have to be over level 25 before you be able to download the beta to go into it. Oh, well, there you go. So I think that's essentially what it is. It's, they're capping it to people who have played it rather than just getting in noobs going, what the hell was going on? I imagine it would be like a clean database so you wouldn't carry any of your stuff over because it would be a public test. Yeah. Well, I will have a look and let you know. And when I get to the point where I'm like, oh, man, you should see the people who are actually playing competitive, we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least there's two less of them now. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yep. <laughs> let's uh, call it a day. That was Discord. God damn it. God damn you, Discord. Listeners, go to YouTube.
when you are on YouTube. Look for E3 related things. Specifically, anything related with Peter Moore this year. <laughs> oh my god. Because that was cringeworthy. That was the other thing. It, okay. Okay, do that again. Do that again. Jose Mourinho came out. Jose Mourinho, but you have to do the bit about Snoop Dogg. (laughs) What happened with Snoop Dogg? Oh, the the weed. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Listeners, go to YouTube. Go searching for E3 content. Specifically, type in the words E3 Snoop Dogg. (laughs) I don't think I need to tell you anything else. Just enjoy those videos. You're welcome. Oh, can we get... We need one more, because I'm just going to put these after the credits. <laughs> what do you need? Voice are down, leaning down. Yeah, because you've got... When you lean in, it really sounds nice. Um, <laughs> Silky smooth, briggy voice. <laughs> oh, given that, that's beautiful. You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> Anything else that happened that was hilarious? Uh, you like to know my buzzword now? Uh, what? Would you like to know my buzzword now? What's that? Yay! No, the audio wasn't <laughs> um, Too busy enjoying the oral pleasures. That's with an AU. Um, wow. I'm trying to remember what else happened that was hilariously cringeworthy. Hilariously cringeworthy E3 moments of 2016. Almost the entire Ubisoft conference that wasn't related to a game. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it does. It sounds really super smooth. Um, I'm trying to think of. We need to. Sort of next time you do need to sit on the corner and do that because you just sound so much clearer. So, two hours of wasted audio. <laughs> when I should have just spent two hours leaning over the table uncomfortably, <laughs> just for the audio listeners. Seriously, you need to come. 